two hours. You? Maybe three and a half, maybe four. Okay. All right, get your bingo card out ready. Starting the podcast, Sleepy Mm -hmm. has been crossed off. We're one second in. But let's show the power of the ability to fight through it by... Having a really good podcast? Continuing to have a podcast. But, oh, okay. I'm glad. I'm, okay. Because, okay, we can have a podcast. I don't know if we can have a really good podcast. Yeah. I mean, just because I had those two hours of sleep doesn't mean I can't turn on all my fake juice. Oh, man. I love that. I love fake juice. And just be like, yeah, let's do it. Right? Because my- even though you really want to be like, hey, what's up? Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. I don't know. That has a certain energy to it. It does. But, like, we don't have to do that. We can do this. We can. Hey. Hey, everyone. You know, I have given up on turning on my fake juice for Nintendo conferences or directs that are at 9 in the morning. I hate it. I hate that they do it. And on both times that I've done it now, I have been sad. I think... I think watch-alongs are sometimes beneficial, oftentimes not. Depends on whether something. Hey, everybody, cool let's have our big excitement for something we'll talk about in the newsletter. Depends on whether something cool happens, you know. Yeah. And what I didn't like, what I definitely didn't like, I didn't like how the lack of cool things happening uh, <clears throat> created. Uh, an astounding level of cynicism for everything that was not the stuff that we were into. Like, it really, after a point, like, there's a, okay, that's not to say that it's ever warranted to walk up on a stage and go TV, 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 TV. Oh, man, that was a great, do people even remember that? That, that was, was a terrible. long time ago. That's a, that's a terrible, don't do that. That's not ever warranted. But, but, uh, there was definitely a thing where it's just like, hey, man, I'm not into cars Right. So yeah. I had no, pr- I could definitely sit here and just shit on that for a while. But it's like, but at the same time, it's like, there's no reason to shit on it. It's just a genre you're not into. Yeah, I've never done. But it would create a definite thing of like, after a couple uh, shows slash hours of nothing that you're I- interested in happening at a show that you're hoping one thing that just this wa- co- I just want to see one could, thing. But like, maybe this company makes one thing you care about. Yeah. Maybe I'll see that one thing. Right. And you don't get it. And then you're just like, well, what's the point of this fucking conference? Well, I woke up early for this. And so the whole thing is just like, fuck you, Ubisoft. When are you going to make what I want? You know? And yeah. it's like, okay, well, why bother yeah you know so i didn't like that too because much. it drives the engine of the internet sure. emotion sure emotion um i think if you can make like something magical like that uh i don't know i don't know the name of the the content creator that made the like i fucking love cause Oh, but God, that type of editing, that, that dude's incredible. It's so good. And it's and that type of editing in post will always be strong because you're grabbing the best bits and doing something with them. Certainly. But you don't know what's coming when you're Kobe doing cat does good Kobe, stuff as well. Oh, OK. Well, yeah, that's not the well, that's a different guy. That's a different guy. Yeah. Um, Matt Lee, Matt Less, Matt Lee's. OK, um, that stuff was great. And you don't necessarily always get that when you do the watch along. Turn shit into gold. So that's the problem with banking on these Nintendo directs. I think the bummer is that the best one of these that happened was one that I didn't bother to watch. Mm. Which was uh, the Sony direct thing that was mm. at 9am like a, a month or a month and a half ago. Mm. They said uh, they, they at the very end they're like, and now we'll have a special look. 
at the single-player campaign of Project Resistance from Capcom, and it was the Nemesis trailer. Oh, uh, okay. And it was like, okay, that's that's pretty yeah. fucking funny. That's pretty yeah. good. There, the, of course, the Near Automata one was also like a, a gigantic, yeah, crazy thing that that was off stream. But you know, you just never know what you're gonna get on those things, you know. But like, you don't remember the the unimportant. I think the not I th- great I ones. Think the, the, we're talking about Byleth, of course, and Smash Brothers. I think the one where this one was extra special was because in everyone's heart, not their brain or in reality, but in everyone's heart, they already knew what they were going to get. Therefore, when they didn't get that, disappointment. You know what's probably the most interesting thing about Byleth being announced for Smash Brothers? What's that? The tweet that Sakurai made years ago that said Nintendo has chosen all of the potential DLC characters. It has been settled. If I can make a a fun character out of them, then I will do them. But they chose, but the list has been chosen. Ah. And that's a very easily forgotten thing because I fucking forgot that tweet. You know what else is uh, an interesting point? Do you remember when Rex's me costume, the Xenoblade 2 character, uh, got announced as a me costume? Sakurai in that in that announcement said, Well, listen, we couldn't put Rex into the game because his game is too new. And we can't, you know, it's it just came out too recently in development. And Xenoblade Okay, so yeah, that was Chronicles true. 2. It was way farther from that. Yeah, that was that, th- that was super not true. Then, if that's what right? he said, yeah. But nope. then, and also, he remember he's talking in the video like, oh yeah, to get Byleth in, we had to play like a fucking early ass build of Fire Emblem that had like all bunch of shit and just skip to the endings. And it's like, but Xenoblade Chronicles Two was out when that development would have started. Well, mm-hmm. okay, so that's untrue. That is untrue. I hope that the Nintendo comment was also not untrue, because yes, it's, <laughs> that one's probably true. It seems like it. It seems like it. it seems like they would want to be like, here's what we would allow. Here's what we're okay with. Yeah. Here's the nevers. Here's the must-have. Right. You know what? I, I, I would like to talk about Byleth now, if that's all right. Um, okay, just very quickly, I was scanning f- his fingers to see if in the counting of uh, binary, if there were any moments that oh were my God. <laughs> unintentionally just like, ah, middle, you know, fuck you And all. there is. It's in there, like, it's, but it's not really in there. People it's, got a screen grab. It's, it's edited. The, edit, the one that you see is edited. Oh. The real one is like more of a beautiful Johan. Okay, yes. now I'm sad. That's sad. I think the funniest thing out of all of this... He's a deep voice. ...was a sentiment that I saw on social media, which was like, come on, guys. Let Fire Emblem just have this one. Fire Emblem doesn't get anything. And it was like... It's the most overrepresented game in the fucking franchise. Yeah, and I, I like... <laughs> I like I like I like the comic that like that that has Byleth just kind of tearing up a little bit. Everyone's like "fuck you, we hate you, boo," and she's like, "oh, oh I'm trying my best." So, okay, and and like it's the, the characterization of like the 
of the Fire Emblem character like like showing up and being like, oh no, everyone hates me. And then like like 50 comments underneath it saying, yeah, Byleth would not give a shit about that at Bots, all. Like, uh, I uh, That's not school. even remotely close to something um, that the character would do. But like, I was thinking about, I talked to some Fire Emblem people and I talked to some Smash people and I got a, somebody made a really nice breakdown, like a really long one uh, to read about like, hey, why are why are people actually angry instead of just like buy the bet right? And it's it's really obvious that there's no winning on this because th- this is going to sound controversial. I think Byleth's a really good character to include in Smash Brothers in in their current form with the with the three weapons. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but has every protagonist from uh, all the new era of Fire Emblem games previous showed up? Yes, and that's the problem. So the trend has been set. That's the problem. The trend has been set. Byleth is in a really popular hot game that everybody loves. Yeah. Corrin wasn't. Yeah. Robin was. Mm -hmm. Lucina's a side character. Krom's a side character. Yeah. Ike was not, but Ike plays differently. Mm -hmm. Roy was a a clone uh, of Marth. Lucina is a clone. Yeah. So, like, if you went back in time and went Marth. Ike, Robin, Byleth as the Fire Emblem reps. They all play different. They're all from wildly different games. They're all from beloved games. But they got Echo Fighters too. You know, like, Mm. it's just, it's when you go, hey, I want to play eight-player Smash Fire Emblem. Yep. And Um, I can. Yeah. And, you know, nothing will take away the fact that this game went past 100 percent oh totally went past 200 percent you know except and and so at some point you're like you're basically just going i wonder what the next layer of gravy is gonna be you know like look at all there's so many layers of gravy it really shows how people's appreciation works and i am not immune to this because i feel the same way but it's goofy because the game came out and was done wow what a great roster then the dlc started coming out oh my wow Oh, this roster's incredible. But every time one gets added, it doesn't go to 105%. Just that 100% becomes bigger. Right. And then that 100% now includes some question marks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then when you start at 100 and then you add 5, but the fifth one's like lame, you're Mm -hmm. now down to 95%. Despite the addition. Corn followed up Cloud. Yeah. (laughs) That is... is Corn followed up Cloud in a situation in which when Corn got announced, that game wasn't even out in the US. Like that that character got pushed 100 times harder than Violet. But like, but you know, but it's the same, it's almost the same mental tricks as the things that like, you know what I was getting, I was getting mad at you because of... um, what was it? It was something where it was like just a matter of perspective. I mean that that's broad. Um, that could that could encompass yeah, yeah hundreds yeah, yeah. of situations. Of course it could. Of course it could. I think I think it was I think it was the the I think it was yeah I think it was something like to the effect of like um when like a one version doesn't when when one version of a game uh does not have parity and it's and it's that doesn't make thing. it worse. It just makes it. The same, and the other one is better. So it's like style switching not coming to other versions of... of yeah, like I, I am frustrated one, right? that that's not coming to the other versions. Right. And, and like, the idea of there being, like, um, like the new thing, mm-hmm. like, gets f- spun into a positive immediately into a negative because it, it now creates disharmony. Yeah. Right? In that way. And I'm like, oh, man, but... 
But the new thing but, is nice. Yes, you know. So, like, in this case, I definitely have a very unique feeling about Smash Brothers characters' inclusions mm-hmm. not being the ones I'm hoping for. Because, I mean, it, it doesn't have to be stated how much... Like you or I would love Dante showing yeah. up in Smash Brothers. I'm not gonna play him. I just want him to get his 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 little. It's the star. Oscars, right? It's yeah. the Oscars. We want the nominations, right? Um, I I, I definitely don't have to go, go over on like explain how much fucking we like Devil May Cry. That's that. I feel like if you know us at this point, that's an established thing. But in a game where this has been so over the top beyond expectations with who they do pull in and knowing that uh iwata told sakurai to like make this the thing Mm -hmm. and also of course knowing there's another six yeah the fuck like yeah they're gonna add uh hilda they're gonna add claude dimitri it feels it feels (laughs) yeah uh uh what was the one they had um the the guard the guard guardsman oh, yeah, the guardsman guardsman yeah. <laughs> uh, it feels almost impossible to like actually take this as like a a negative when it's so far over the top this, already this should have been the first character and it, that sure the order they announced it in sure or the third you could or have the, any you know what you know what uh, back in back in uh, in the day, you didn't tech throws. You throw you softened them yeah. by flipping out. You could have softened the throw. Anything but right? the last one, really. Any spot but the last. But it doesn't change the fact that like, uh, it's 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 you. We are Richie Rich. We have a giant pile of toys, mm, 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 and mm. the one tossed on the top of the pile is is not the one we. Oh, wanted, totally. You know. So I can't help but feel like, yeah, that's fine. It's okay. it's 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 not what I wanted. It's weird and but it's gun, but like setting because... my specs, setting my expectations up specifically for this one to yeah. be Dante. Yeah, it's complicated because on top of that, it's like I don't even play Smash. I I buy the characters and then I play them once and then I go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Be, and I'm I assume there's a lot of people who don't even own Smash toy collection. This toy collection, and it's 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 about the the excitement of the event of yes. oh my god and you know yes, it's the oscar nomination yeah it has nothing to do with the game anymore i mean fuck the night before this the direct went out i uh retweeted a picture of the three fingers being held up uh by goichi suda who was using it to promote no more heroes 3 yeah and then art of travis touchdown holding up three fingers and you were like <gasps> Uh-oh. That'd be good too. Uh-oh. Oh, what's this? Oh. What's going on over here? Oh, it's nothing to worry about. Nothing. No. Definitely not. You know. So uh yeah. I-, I think that huge wave um and it created a whole lot of fun new Dante content to and 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 on on, on the Devil May Cry subreddit there was like someone who posted a like a two folders like memes for Dante in Smash, memes for Dante not in Smash. And it's like, yeah, that's great. That's great. That's gonna be funny for a while. You know, Dante sitting sat at a table going, woohoo, this party's not crazy Or just at photoshopping, all. like, Sothis in the background and him going, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's great. But yeah. Um, and then you all, and the other thing too is that, like, he's the he's definitely the one that has the most headspace right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like there is a pattern of, like, certain announcements get attached to certain characters specifically because mm. it feels like this is right around this is the time mm-hmm. you know 
But we'll see. We have another six to go. And if he's not in those six, that's fine. That's fine. Sure. We are. You, there was something that came out of that that was very happy. Yeah. Congratulations to Cuphead. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Unlike something... Like, I think Sans could have been an interesting full character. Yeah. I think Cuphead is perfect. I, I agree. For a me costume. Because just point the finger and then shoot the shoot It's the, the best. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. That's yeah. exactly what he should be. There's no Mugman in there, but whatever. Right? Like that is. Do you also prefer Mugman? Yeah, Mugman's great. Mugman's the best. Mugman's great. Um, I perfect. Mugman. That that's the kind of thing you'd like, you know. Yeah, you love to see it. If there, I don't know how many other characters are like that, where it's like you're a you're a nice little game, and you're a perfect inclusion for a me costume. Yeah. You know, there's not a ton of those out there. But Altair from Assassin's Creed. <laughs> That's a perfect one. Uh, anytime we get into these Western humans, I tell you. It's so that, weird. Anytime we get into... yeah, I, Hey, I'm going to say it for Doom Guy. I'm going to say it for... Uh, who was the other one you guys were thinking about? Scorpion? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. The you know. video games guys are pushing Scorpion or Sub-Zero real hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I'm surprised legitimately that Rabbids didn't annoy everybody by getting one it got a costume and then you can file that away in your brain if you don't like it sure, sure. It, it doesn't show up on the character select screen mm-hmm. that's the what really matters mm-hmm. another six god damn that's so much that's so much it's at the point where i'm like they have to be third party because they've run out of nintendo characters no you can grab no, 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 no. who else who? um Springman. um no. Why not? I don't want him. Arms? I'll take anybody over Springman. But Arms Arms deserves some rep. Does it? Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Waluigi. They're never going to do it. Gooigi. They're never going to do <laughs> yeah. Waluigi. Waluigi are um um Springman um you know. Wait, is it was Waluigi circumcised or uncircumcised? What's the lore add on this? Uh, when you do the second set of costumes, oh, okay, he has that energy. Yeah, the energy changes. Uh huh. Um, because Christ is no longer with him. It's got to pull it right <laughs> off. And uh, in in in. If you want to, if you want to stretch it out, you can go back to the ones. I don't want to stretch it out. Speaking of <laughs> long snouts, yeah, Birdo never showed up. Birdo never showed up. You know, um, and you could pick one really good uh, punch out character. Oh, to to fight Little Mac. Oh, that'd be tough. Yeah, they're all the same level of quality, pretty much. There's, they're all really good. Pick one really good one. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Well, to be honest, I think King Hippo would be the most iconic. Yeah, it'd be King Hippo. You're right. You're completely right. You know. So you do have some picks. You can grab another Nintendo 6 if you wanted to. But, you know, there's some really fun third parties ideas as well. Whenever this guest character or guest inclusion of any kind in games comes up, there's always this feeling of, was it the right choice? Mm Mm-hmm. Or was it the choice that was made at the right time? 
So I think back to PlayStation All Star All Stars Battle Royale mm-hmm. that included DMC reboot Dante mm-hmm. instead of classic Dante, mm-hmm. and it's like that was not chosen because it was the right choice. It was the time. It was the time. Yeah. And you look at Byleth, and Byleth is the time, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And it's like I hope, like you know, Solaire for example, I would love to see Solaire. Solaire appeared once in a game in 2011. Yeah. Don't care though. Put them in, right? Yeah. But if a character from the trailer of Elden Ring <laughs> yeah. showed up instead, you'd be like, "Oh, come on, oh!" Even if that character would be super cool in retrospect, yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. They, they in their interest, they'd probably be like, "Can we, guys? Can we use our new thing?" Like, look Cause at the, uh... because because of the time is a dual purpose marketing gimmick. Yeah, right, and. To be honest, if we were to look at other games where guest characters show up, those are the worst kinds. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, it's always best when the guest character is a either unexpected but great fit. Or, or timeless. Or timeless. And like Zubaz. requires no justification. Right? Here's the other fun bit. Let's say The Witcher and 2B showed up. Again. <laughs> would it? Again. Would it? Not be a little bit like, ah, you know, Soul Calibur kind of stole your thunder. Absolutely. Still, you 100%. Know, right? Yeah. It'd be like, that's great, but. At 100%. <laughs> the, you'd, it would lose impact. Yeah. 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 It would be pretty funny. And I'd love to see. Geralt has been everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You make him breakdance in Monster Hunter. So every time you see a Terminator show up in a Mortal Kombat game, you're like, I've seen so many fucking Terminators and so many fucking things. Is that a... Yeah, that's the movie coming out right now. Every time. 100% of the time. Um, But anyway, I think... Yeah, I think we're looking at layers of gravy. Yeah, you're right. Uh, after the initial disappointment of the event wore off, I'm like, yeah, Bio's cool. And the, the, the changes they mm-hmm. made to their moveset is going to be cool. And uh, the music you'll get is cool. She happens to have style switching just, yeah, to, make it, just to rub it in a little uh, bit. And but. the stage that they have is terrible. Mm. But, yeah, can't win them all. Um, I think I saw a gif of Byleth, like, flying. It was like... I don't, I don't know. I was very confused by it. But um, I, I think uh, my heart has closed off a little bit ever since I kind of went, you know... My my number one choice is still Wonder Red, and that's not going to happen. So didn't that game only sell like twenty two thousand copies or something? I, like I said, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but hey, like out of the platinum bombs, that was the worst one, right? But the but his move list would be perfect. It'd be great. But that's not the point. Let me ask you: If you wanted Wonder Red, would you want him to be like a Pikmin sized yes. character? No. Uh, okay. No, Wonder Red would be Wonder Red size. Okay. okay. But there would be 100% an ability for him to gain the crowd behind him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be the 101. No, because then the game would crash. But it would be the what the named ones. The, the, all, the, the other know, colors. The, the, the five or six colors, yeah. Yeah. You just, you got a crowd of color people yeah. helping you out. That'd be one, that'd be a really fun character. Yeah, it would. But. And the music. Yeah. And the stage. And the stage. I know exactly what stage it would be. 
It'd be the fucking uh, the with the flying around on the ship with the 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 dragon. I was thinking top of a school bus. That's also really good. Top of a giant school bus. That'd also be really good. Yeah, but it doesn't or really fork and ship. Yep. Yeah, uh, in the highway. Yep. Absolutely. And there'd be the two ships, and you would jump yep. between them. Yep. And... Yep. Totally. And you could even have like Chugi. Fighting a battle. In the oh background. man, fucking Wonder Red should be in Smash so bad, <laughs> dude, dude. It's it's such a really good pick. Here's the thing, I Wonder Red is not my number one pick to get in, but I I agree with you in half in that it is the most astonishing character that's not, and everything he would bring, yeah, would be overwhelmingly that character hyped. would be perfect for Smash. It would be really really. And strong. then when he got announced, me and you and uh, I think Reggie. Mm -hmm. It got into 101 recently, mm -hmm. and maybe five to ten other people mm -hmm. would be like, yeah! Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what are you going to what? You know? Um, and, and I have to, so I'm, but I'm okay with that because it's like, yeah, I realize that's not, it's not a real, that's not going to happen. It's a, it's not even what Platinum would want to push at you don't, this point you don't in time. Know. You don't know. But boy, would it be fun. <sighs> and then I think... I feel like, I don't know if we brought it up last week or if I brought this up off mic. It might have been off mic. But I was saying, like, what a, a fun thing to do. Is, I think people would like guest stages more than me costumes. Yeah. Right? Depending so, on the stage. Yeah. So if there was this game that, like, had a really cool stage concept that you could bring in. Because, mm -hmm. like, there's a couple of, like, there's a couple of clunkers. I think the problem with that is stages are way more expensive. Yeah, you're right. To make. You're right. Like, way more. Well, you don't have to balance a stage. Well, actually, no. Smash I just mean making the assets. It's it's a big thing. It's a big thing. I don't know which would be more expensive. Actually, I don't know. It might not be. Oh, because animation, and and the tons of iterative little things you have to do to tighten up a character. It's hard to say. Tighten it up. But uh, I think there's a lot. There's some boring stages in Smash. What? And I think, like, really. Yeah, and I think like even if you didn't get the game, it'd still be fun to be like, yo, let's go to that stage from um, 101 with the music and the fun little cameos in the background, you know? That would that would be a fun oh, thing to do too. Man. And it's not as full of a commitment. I just remembered there was something in that Smash Direct that filled my heart with exorbitant joy. And that was Sakurai looking directly at the camera as text popped up on the screen saying, is Smash a fighting game? That was pretty funny. And him going, I don't know, man. It's like, a, I, uh, it's like, well, definitive. The creator of Smash goes, I don't know, man, whatever. Maybe not. I bet you his position has changed over the years. Yeah, I bet. And I think you can tell via things such as tripping <laughs> and characters who pull items out of the ground. At random. Who are forced to use items even if you turn them off. Yeah. Right? So DDD. Yeah. Little things like that. Like I feel as if you're seeing his evolving position. And and ultimately a, a, a steadfast and stalwart Smash community saying we don't care what you do. As long as we can hit these triggers and yeah. turn these things off, we will play it this way. And him kind of being like, I can't stop you. So I mean, he could, but he doesn't want to. Like, I can't make like you can turn this into a fighting game, even if that's not my intention. Yeah, uh, and even if he turned it off and and forced items to be on all the time. Don't worry, people will figure out a way within 
45 minutes yeah there would be a mod it's already made you know oh no you know what it'd be they would just unload unleash it'd be way more fun than that yeah like items are all on and stage hazards are all on but if you use them or pick them up you lose (laughs) (laughs) mod it so that all the Uh, items are still on the stage but if you hit a on them to pick them up your character explodes don't try spot dodging over that fucking lightsaber don't do it you might pick it up oh you died yeah. Somewhere in tournament, like Mewtwo King is standing on top of a hammer and has the discipline of like a waterfall. Oh my god, this, look at this man. <laughs> to just not pick look up at the this hammer. Man defending on this hammer. He's not picking up it's the hammer. It's in the moment of edge guard, right? Like they like the fox player is floating right back to the and you he knows he can get the full pot bonus. By just picking up the hammer right now, but no, no you can't. No, you, you can't. can't. You have to. You know not what, Willie? This 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 item. functions as a great segue into commentating on fighting games. I would like to ask you about Samurai Showdown. What would you like to know? I would like to know about the mind games that circumstances can play on everyone due to the existing context of the way a fighting game is played. Samurai Showdown is a game of patience, high damage, and uh, anticipation. And uh, at any given moment, two fighters might choose to uh, pause and react and wait to see what your opponent does. Just hold down back like that old Honda match. It's actually not a bad idea in some cases to be patient because... Uh, it's very, you can lose that life very quickly. So sometimes you want to take stock of what's happening. Well, uh, or so I thought. So you thought. And as I was commentating top 16 at Frosty Fostings in Chicago this weekend, uh, Space Detective had a bit of an issue with his stick. And it took about 45 seconds before <laughs> uh, I noticed that. You, who was your co-commentator? Uh, Dynam- uh, Dynamite. Because they they were right there alongside with you. Yeah. And so was when I was watching it and I had known the context. I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Mm -hmm. That was not your fault. I think the funniest thing was that when people were talking about it, it wasn't all look at these commentators like this fucking game. Yeah. This fucking game (laughs) combined with... Because, hey, here's the fun, like, when we go back and look at that, and I've tweeted it out, uh, you can go see it. Event Hub's made an article about it, actually. Uh, the, you can see <laughs> the chat, the crowd, right? Everyone that was co- watching it at the same time was into that moment. Oh, my God. He's holding down back. It's incredible. Because so he patient. wasn't standing idle. Yeah. He was holding down back, right? Yeah. So one player was crouching, holding down back, and then the other player was moving in and out. A little bit, yeah. Standing still. That's footsies, man. That's and then after, footsies. and then after like ten seconds, he ran in and then dashed back. Yeah. And there's a moment where he dashes in, and it's like, and like the and uh, the Yashimaru doesn't flinch, and you just like doesn't do anything. You're just like, oh my god, you know, the presence. But it's they were moving in such a way that it looked like it looked a, res- real. a respectful moment. Yeah. You know, and it turns but, out it was not. It turns, it turns out it was out a busted controller was broken. Yes. And it, it's like. That is, that is, that's going to go down. That probably is going to go down in history as like Samurai Showdown dot MP4. Yeah. Or dot yeah, yeah. MP4. That's what it is. Because that game totally looks like that all the time. 
<laughs> you know, and uh, I was really like, I'm like, yeah, that that that's the perfect sixty seconds to, to if you want to explain what is this game to Can people. Can we tell if the players are playing? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a really fun time. Um, Frosty Fostings was good. Uh, the other thing that. Uh, was a good time was the commentary I did top eight at the mystery game tournament. What mystery game was that? Well, every round they switch games. Oh, Jesus. So I got to sit down with uh, one Vic Font himself, Spooky, mm-hmm. the hardest working man. And uh, we did top eight commentary for games that we didn't know were going to be announced either mm-hmm. so we find out at the same time the competitors and everybody else does and all you really have to go on sometimes is like a music or sound cue before it shows up on the screen uh it was really fun they went through games like uh Mega Man Arena i think it was called which is honestly the craziest example of money on the table left by Capcom because it's a multiplayer Mega Man 8 and 9 style, a Mega Man 9 and 10 style um, 8-bit sh- shooter fighter. Mm-hmm. So remember how Mega Man 7 had like a versus mode? I do. It's versus mode, but with all the sprites from Mega 9 Man and 10. 1. Well, 2, 3, 4. Oh, right, right, right. Right? Everything that fits into that style, mm-hmm. uh, 5, etc. Like, you just grab a boss or grab Mega Man. And then you go to a bunch of stages from those games, mm-hmm. and you just jump and shoot and slide, yeah. and that's it. And that sounds fun. It was very, it was very cool, you know. And like, and if the characters have like each character, uh, each boss that has like different styles of attacks, it's like yeah, you can do them. So Crash Man can jump pretty high, and mm-hmm. uh, or, or Quick Man rather, and you know, Wood Man can make the leaf shield and throw it yeah. out. And you just play this thing, and you're just like, yeah, this is is a great game. They had a fun matchup. uh, But, like, how has Capcom not actually made this? It's Capcom's busy, man. It's It would be so, so inexpensive and so, like, free in terms of, like, money on the table. Indie money, whatever, you know? They did that Street Fighter Cross Mega Man thing that one time because a fan kind of got it in the right door. But... The idea of Mega Man Arena uh, not being a deathmatch thing that they they haven't done this yet is, like, wild. They've done power battles and they've done Mega Man 7 battle mode. But anyway, um, so there's that. Um, There's the fact that uh, they switched it up to, like, an Atari game, I think. It was Wizards of War. Which, which is this old like Atari feels like caveman video games. Uh, it was, but they had to fight in this game that was essentially imagine Pac-Man, uh, except you could w- walk around and shoot. Okay, and you can shoot your opponent. All right, and when you go through a gate on to switch sides, it locks it off. All right, so you're fighting. That for sounds points. terrible. It was pretty hype because. They were fighting for points, and at one point towards the end, they started to learn some tech. And like one player was able to use, uh, was able to shoot the opponent, have him die, and then walk over to his base and spawn camp him, and so that as soon as he spawned again, he shot him again, you know, and then took the took the game like that. So that sucks. Man. It was re- it was it's like that's when I saw that I when I saw this dude do a spawn camp in a game before. 
like the words ever existed. Yeah. It got it, it made sense when Spooky said, Yeah, so the thing about this top eight is the last time and the other times we have mystery game tournaments, these names show up consistently. Mm-hmm. These guys are good at playing random games and adapting and on a the nice fly. General skill set. Yeah. That was the most fascinating thing to me. It was the idea that you could literally be someone that is like your power is to just adapt within one or two rounds. That is your power, sir. And get good enough to beat the other person while you're all trying to understand the rules. Mm-hmm. No one knows the rules yet, right? It's like you know that pick a pick a uh, pick a new character in a random fisticuffs kind of situation and just yeah, they're gonna win. Yeah. Right. They're they 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 find one good thing and then they use it. Um and then the tech in some cases is okay whatever they did just mirror it yeah whatever you looked at might not be as good so just at least use the tech that they learned at the same did time did you see it happen do it do it better than them uh we went over from there to some fucking jank ass shit on the PlayStation 1 called Kengo and yeah it's a Bushido Blade ripoff yes except it was made by the Bushido Blade people yeah so the, it's a ripoff it's of their own shit, but not really it's a ripoff. Weird. It's just their prototype game. It's fucking weird and wacky and janky and goofy. And it was hilarious because, like, that's the ultimate in uh, too late, too bad, you didn't. You lost. Yep. Because it was just like, Matt, you find a button, hope it works. Didn't. You're dying in two. Oh, well. So that went really quickly. Uh, I would love for there to be a new Bushido Blade and for it to become the hottest shit because then matches would look like 90 seconds of no movement right, followed right, by right. cuts. Maybe even a stance change at the 30 oh second. My, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Grand Finals, they shut down the screen and they went and pulled out a pocket arcade machine, <laughs> which is a functioning arcade machine. That is the size of uh, a deck of cards. Mm -hmm. And they plugged in two micro sticks, which were the size of, um, let's say... Like a napkin? Not, not... Each stick was half of a post-it note. Wow. And that was Grand Finals in Super Turbo. That's... Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It was a miracle to see them even doing moves. Yeah. It made the most basic. Th- it was like we were watching oh Street Fighter God. 2 as children for the first time again because you're fighting and you're mashing buttons and you're like, oh, my God, that Balrog just did this crazy series of punches. How did he do that? It's wild because you expect nothing on these controls. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. You want to you wanna go back to the feeling of secret special moves being impressive? You put people on some stupid ass controller and ask Make them, them to, wear oven mitts and have them play. And, yeah. and then when you see it happen, it's a magical moment again because you know the weighted clothing is on. Uh, so yeah, man, the mystery game tournament was was fucking great. Um, that's a fun thing. Uh, Chicago in general, the the other thing we were told to do was hit up this place called Kuma's Corner. It's the big burger joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, was told by more than one. Uh, Shy town native that this was the best burger. You this could, was the you burger. Could have. Uh, How was it? It was okay. Yeah, yeah. It's very common. Yeah, this is the best shit in town. You get there, it's like, yeah, it's pretty good. It was good. 
Yeah. It was good. It, you know, it's it might be better if you're somewhat less traveled. Yeah. <laughs> it might be, you know. But. When you have to dodge the gunfire to get to it, it adds a certain taste. I don't think we were in that part. I don't think we were in that part. I'm Wooly, I'm ignorant of Chicago. So am I. In my in my brain, Chicago is just like a big gun mm. shooting into the into no, a deep dish pizza. No, it was a. <laughs> it was here's what it was. Right, it was a hotel. It was a, a a high stretch of highway, and then it was a gigantic parking lot with a mall. Okay. So I wasn't even in nah, that's not even that really part. Strong. Yeah, it was just, you know, that's all it was. America does have those crazy, crazy, like, mall blocks, though. Mm-hmm. We don't have those, right? Not really. That's what, one thing about America that I noticed is, like, they will have, like, roads that go into a mall's parking lot and make turns around certain stores. That's weird. And then kind of break off and, and go back into being roads. Mm-hmm. Like, we have those in, like sparing like sparingly we have moments of like yeah this giant parking lot will have a couple of exits yeah right is how we have it set up and people kind of do circles around and then people drive like maniacs just uh, directly through the the fucking parking trying lot. to find yeah or try to try to find parking they'll drive in these big circles or whatever but like yeah it's definitely we're not i'm not used to seeing these like humongous like mall like subsections with full-on roads in between them you know, so that was one thing they had. But anyway, um, and then I went to Galloping Ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's everything you need to know about Galloping Ghost Arcade. They have Daraku Tenchi, the Fallen Angels, working on an arcade cabinet mm-hmm. shared with Martial Masters. They have an Ikaruga cabinet and a silver, uh, Radiant Silver Gun cabinet. I saw you playing Tatsunoko versus Capcom on a cab. On a cabinet. Yeah. They have the only working Primal Rage 2 cabinet. They have Midway's The Grid. They have uh, the, the Mountain Climber, which is some <laughs> weird FMV game that looks like... Um, Dragon's Lair and uh, Space Ace type of game. What the fuck? But then upon closer inspection, it's just Lupe the Third. Except this was before Lupe the Third was localized here. So they just took clips of this uh, anime. What? No. That's Gallop- hilarious. Galloping Ghost is the best arcade on the planet. It's the best and selection. And it will maintain that way because it's the best arcade. Yes. There's no danger of it dying because it's the shit it's the most complete collection of arcade games on the planet because this is including japan Mm -hmm. easily for free and as someone who's been to many arcades in japan like you have to understand how special this place is um they're killing it when you go to a typical let's say um there's you there's a bunch of different like uh, places in japan you've got acho you've got hey akihabara you've got title game stations everywhere right Mm -hmm. let's say we take a typical title game station it'll be uh, five floors, right? This yeah. big red building, and you walk in. The first two floors are crane games. That's right. The top floor is Purikura. That's right. So it's really all about floors three and four. Mm-hmm. Three and four are broken up into rhythm, fighting, uh, um, like giant moving car slash mecha slash yeah. uh, gun con or Gundam games, and then miscellaneous others. Mm-hmm. They will be multiple repetitions of of things that are popular. Yeah, so like you, here's the Blaz Blue Row. Here's the Blaz Blue Row. Here's the um, here's the 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 Jubeat Row. Yeah, and so on and so forth. Oh, that game's great. It's fantastic. Oh, right. But in the end, 
as a result, you don't have that much variety. No. You just have two floors of a couple of games that are, I mean, they're great. It's mm-hmm. a fun place to go kill some time. Excuse me. Bless you. When you walk into Galloping Ghost, there is no duplicates. Every single machine That's is unique. That's ridiculous. The first room you're standing in probably has 100 cabinets in it. And then the adjacent rooms, plural, all have, let's say, 30 to 50, right? And there are many rooms going into the distance because they took over the block. Yeah. And then there's also rooms going up vertically as well that have more. So they're just this giant complex of butts to nuts crammed for space, arcade machines running, and they're all like... They have a few areas where they're like in sections, mm-hmm. but most of the arcade has random, like scattershot uh, uh, um, placement. Okay, so you're not going to the light gun section. You're just like, oh, I can see House of the Dead way over there, and yeah. I'm standing next to a time crisis yeah. machine. Yeah, Mortal Kombat is next to Joust Two. Of course, it next is. to you know, like, and that's great because it enhances the sense of discovery. Yeah, because you don't walk through. Street Fighter World Warrior, Championship Edition, Hyper Fighting, and then you go, there it is, right? Yeah. It's much more exciting to just walk through random shit and be like, yo, there's Dolphin Blue. What is this? I don't know what that is. It, it's my new favorite fucking running gun. <laughs> I didn't know, but now I know, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it was. It's really just a magical place. And like, yeah, like if you're out in Illinois, if you're, if you're out there, like, like you guys have it special. Like that's a must visit, um, and what's even cool is they print they print out the high scores and a little card above every cabinet. Seriously, yeah, that's a hell of a lot of work. Yeah, so if you print a, if you make a, if you get a new high score, they put it up there. Oh my goodness! Right, I mean, this is this is like the fucking place where, if I'm not mistaken, King of Kong was taking place. Right, this was this was where that happened. So, uh, disgraceful. So they actually have another place down the block that's uh, same thing with but uh uh, paw, uh pinball yeah and they're getting pinball machines every week and the first thing the guy like the guy when we wa- uh, we walked in is me and Jimmy Bones walked in and like checked it out and like the guy who was at the counter was just like hey Willie hey Jimmy Bones how you guys doing and they're like okay that's cool what's up dude you know yeah. hello and, and yeah and he's like yeah so we got this the, 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 the thing you got this you got that and we got the pinball thing over there. And I was like, you got a pinball machine. And before I could even open my mouth, he's like, yeah, they got Black Knight. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So you know. You, know. you the fact that behind I don't this even... counter for a reason. <laughs> he knows, you know. So it was it was really, 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 really cool. It's the best arcade. Yeah. It's just like that's non-hyperbolic, you know. Um, the... Uh, the the one thing that like I was told about in advance was just like sometimes because there's literally hundreds of them, uh, you might hit like a button on something and it won't work, or you might yeah. hit a stick somewhere and it's not. That's that's know. to be expected. But I mean, dude, like everything I touched seemed pretty fine, and like the quality of upkeep was pretty high. There was what Sonic the Fighters had a machine that was like the the, the CRT was faded out. Oh, you know, shame. What are you gonna do? Um, shame. Really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, a couple people came out. Uh, I just, I did a little last minute thing to just see, like, say, like, yeah, I'm going to be here for a little bit tonight if you're around. And, uh, you know, a handful of people came out. We played some games, had some fun. So, uh, that was cool as well. Um, oh, God. 
I'm so jealous, so, so jealous of access to that place because it's also at either 15 or $20 for all night. What? Play. It's not quarters? Everything's free play. Oh, that's it, okay. That's that's an important key detail here. That's all right. Yes, it is. So you want to try and crack one of these fucking records, you can spend your night working at it. Oh, man. Um, the The me of... 20 years ago would have really appreciated the chance to get a real real good record on like my 1cc clear of like house of the dead i mean it's you can go do it that was a long time ago yep they got darius darius burst they got uh, darius yeah they got like fucking these just these anyway they have the sega sega sonic the hedgehog which is a sonic game which fucking has a trackball as the means of control and play, and you're essentially running on a on a a, a, a trackball map, and your brain just kind of auto completes information. I think that was turned into Sonic 3D Blast because you, you run around on Sonic 3D in the in the uh, the isometric view, yeah. same view, right? But the fucking roller the the fucking uh, rollerball on it, like you're, when you walk by this game and you start playing it. It's so weird because your brain auto-completes information. Why? You pick Sonic the Hedgehog if you play the middle, right? Where the blue buttons are. Uh-huh. But then there's the red button and the yellow button. Oh. Right? And you're like, okay. So you hit that yellow button. It's like, cool. Do you want to play as uh, Max the Squirrel or Mighty the Armadillo? And you're like... Oh, that's where they came from. What the fuck is my... Uh, and then you look up again... Yeah. And Sonic is standing next to a red guy and a yellow guy, and it's not Tails and Knuckles. That's weird. It's just fucking the armadillo like and this. the squirrel. I don't like it. Get and it yeah, it's, it was deeply uncomfortable no. right off the jump because I'm like, like, I did not notice. Because when you see Sonic standing in the middle and a red and yellow blur Auto-complete. next to him, you don't even look at it twice, you know? Uh, Ray, excuse me. Ray, Ray and, and. Whatever, man. So no one, no one cares. Yeah, <laughs> no one cares about Ray the Squirrel. So uh, they have that working. I think every single one of the characters in the Sonic fandom is somehow in Sonic Mania. That's where they came from. That's weird. Get out of here, Sonic friends. Sega Sonic. Back to whatever, whatever. That's weird. That's a terrible title. That's the name of the Hedgehog. It's Sega Sonic the Hedgehog. I prefer Sargnar the Hargehog. Thank you. I actually finished The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I loved it. You didn't fall asleep and then think you did? Didn't. Not this time. What a weird story that was. It is not the first time it's happened to All me. All right. Um, you, I'm sure everyone's had that, like, ghost conversation with somebody. I or- talk to ghosts, yes. No, where you 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 fall asleep, you imagine a conversation with someone, and when you wake up, you try to continue it. Oh yeah, and they go, "What the fuck are you talking?" Yeah, about? that's awful. Yeah, yeah. Worse yet is an argument, mm. and then you're like, "I, I can't was, believe you did that shit." I'm so mad at you, and it's like, "But that didn't happen," and you're like, "Yeah, I know, but I'm still mad at you." Yeah. Well, I guess that's your problem then. Yeah. So that happens to people too. Yeah. Um. I had a dream Wooly stole my Game Boy, and then I woke up and went, God damn it, I can't wait. I what? No, I don't have a Game Boy. Damn that Wooly. How could he? Why would he do that? 
How could Dream Wooly do this to me? Dream Wooly can do anything. You can't trust Dream Wooly, I'll tell you right now. Dream Wooly will fuck your day up. Reminds me of my favorite stupid dream that anyone's told me, which was Paige describing that um, uh, Scrooge McDuck gave her a peanut butter sandwich, and she bit into it, and it wasn't peanut butter. It was filled with bees, and the bees stung her mouth. And she woke up with a fright going, how could Scrooge McTuck do this? <laughs> I've had... How could he How could he have done this? I've had... <laughs> so I talked about this a long time ago. <laughs> I've talked about this a long time ago. But I've had... I like, there, was, there was a time when I had a recurring dream of standing on a cliffside and uh-huh. falling off of it. Uh-huh. Right? And, and every time... like, Athena! And every time I'd fall off, it would be third-person camera, <laughs> right? It was very strange. Okay. Very strange. So I'd be experiencing the weightlessness for a moment, um, but I'd be seeing a third-person camera. And then, like, excuse me, it recurred so often that, like, if I had seen a cliffside in media, yeah, it would sometimes become that cliffside. Oh, that's bad. Oh, man. Right? So, like, when T-Hawk holds his hands out as his ending yeah. and he's looking at his land, I've fallen off of that. Oh, that's weird, dude. When uh, Old Red 13 looks over at the overgrowth, yeah. I've fallen off of that. That's weird. And I've had... A couple of those. That's really out there. And it's always, when it's a cliffside, looking at a, everything the light touches is your kingdom. Yeah. That. Keep Wooly away from your cliffs. He will fall off them. I mean, some of them involve me getting pushed. Oh, sure. Uh, I would. Well, I, I don't remember by who, but it would be really funny if it was the character. Uh, <laughs> like, T-Hawk, Red 13, and fucking, uh, uh, not even Mufasa, Rafiki, oh, just man. pushing me off the edge of everything. Why would you do this to me? But it's just, but it, it's the same thing every time. It always goes to the same shot, same place, same whatever. But it, I, but like, it was just such a weird recurring thing. You know what, you Willie? Know? That's a higher power trying to tell you something. For what it's worth... Like, <laughs> it wasn't even that bad because I had a couple where, like, pseudo-lucidity yeah. was, like, starting. Where I'd get pushed off, but I'd, like, float long before falling. Did I ever... Anyway. Did I ever tell you the story of that dream I had that I was blind Spider-Man? Probably. Well, I'm gonna tell it. I had a dream in which I was blind Spider-Man. And I was it was my only lucid dream ever. In which I was like web swinging, and like wow, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm I'm Spider Man, but I was I couldn't see nothing because my eyes were closed. I wasn't actually blind. I just had my eyes closed. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, this sucks. I have total control of my dream, and I'm I'm Spider Manning, thwip thwip, right? This would be so cool. I'm gonna open my eyes so I can enjoy the rest of my blind Spider Man dream. And then I opened my eyes, and I was in my bed, <laughs> and I was yeah, like. I'm still pissed off. Yeah. That it was my one lucid dream ever. And my attempt to see what was happening yeah. killed it. Yeah. So pissed off. No, I've I've had yeah, I've had a couple. I've had a couple. It's it it it's not as easy to make happen as like you sometimes some people make it sound. 
And some people say you have to train yourself into it. I don't know about any of that. Apparently, you can train yourself. Uh, you can train yourself to do anything in an unconscious state. Yeah. You know, like, or it, it, I think it's about, like, like doing constant checks in your life to sort of, like, go, like, am I dreaming right oh, now? Oh, with your totem? Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Or, you I'm going to spin the top. I, rem- I You know what stuck with me? In Waking Life, they tell you that you can't change the light uh, in a room or you can't look at a clock. Mm-hmm. Right, because the numbers will be jumbled and the lights won't turn off and on, and that's complete horseshit. Yeah, it's nonsense. I've done that in dreams, and it's worked. And I'm like, that okay? That's Richard Linklater lied to me. <laughs> damn, <laughs> you know? damn you, Fonzie! How would you do this? But um, but yeah, like I, I've had a couple of I had a couple of those, and it, it, what usually ends up happening is like a sense of weightlessness, or like some really long moon yeah. jumps, or like floaty moments. So in this dream, do you ever hit the floor? Or you just fall off the cliff. Uh, I don't really ever hit the floor. Good. That's the bad part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it usually, and that's, and that's kind of the weird inconsistency is like you'd expect to at some point. And I feel like it just, it just cuts to something else. Mm. I feel like it. I don't remember though, but I remember the the fall like mm-hmm. consistently as a thing. Well, that's an incredibly common recurring dream. Yeah. Falling, uh, your teeth falling out. That's never happened. That one, I I remember hearing that that was a recurring dream. Yeah, that's common. Yeah, boy, that's a terrible one to get. I mm. can only imagine how awful that would feel. Not great. Um, yeah. But anyway, if you ever find yourself blessed with the ability to like be like, I'm in a dream and I can control it, I'm like, have fun. Once I had a dream when I was a kid. Where Frankenstein was chasing me around a grave, and it was—I mean—that's pretty normal, right? Mm. I mean, but the weird thing was that PJ Jen was on the grave playing guitar, and I was like, "Help me, PJ Jen." Specifically, Jen. Yeah. Wow. I was like, "Help me, PJ Jen," and she was like, "Nah." Okay. And she kept playing guitar, and I was like, "What?" <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely, uh, uh. Remember, ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. I, I I remember early Christian Woolley trying to in trying to trying to mm-hmm. trying to talk to girls in dreams and figure out how to do that. <laughs> and be like, hey, do you hey. want to talk about the Lord? No, 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 no. When I say Christian Woolley, I mean like I am reluctantly oh d- d- fucking in these rules, but I just oh. have no toolkit, you know. And you're like, all right, well. Anyway. Oh, I see. Um is what it is, bro. Don't uh don't be weird about it. So uh It was Frankenstein's monster. It was not Dr. Frankenstein. To to the people who want to know. That it being chased by Dr. Frankenstein would be much weirder. Ah, but one Eli does <laughs> point out that Frankenstein's monster yeah. went by the same last name himself. He did. And thus could also be called Because he was ostensibly Frankenstein's son. So fuck you, those who say, um, actually. Mm, actually. Uh, yeah, Mando was really good, and uh, you should watch it, and uh, you should take that as your Star Wars. I will do that. I will take that as my yearly mandated Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, they re-upped it. And uh, I hope they don't jump the shark on the series. It's good. 
and it's very easily spoilable. Not spoilable, ruinable. Yes. It's delicate. Yes. It's a delicate thing. This is a dance that works right now because of how uh, sparse mm-hmm. and quiet and not quiet, but like reserved. The scripts are probably very short. Okay. For each half an hour episode, there's probably not that many pages because it's a super simple thing. In each case, there's a place to go, a person to talk to, and a, to and a thing to kill. You know? Um, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to shoot it. It is very... Um, It's a Western. Yeah, it's a Western. It's a Western. Yeah, I've been hearing this since day one. It's just Western. Have people said that? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the universal consensus. Interesting. I haven't seen it. I didn't know that people... Okay, well, that's complete. Man rides into town. Yep. Town has a problem. Yep. Help us, man. I don't want to help you. Okay, I guess I'll help you. Man rides out of town. Yeah. Never to be seen again. Yeah. Lone Wolf and Cub vibes. Yeah, totally. Um, Samurai Seven style, wild, wild, totally. you know, like fucking, um, yeah. So you take your, you take your, you take your Kurosawa or you take your westerns, and you just you roll in and you roll out. That's it. And because it's like that, of course, you often will have like, who do you meet in town? Well, let's say there is a town. You'll meet one person. Who will be the character representing that area? Yes, and they'll. I am the town. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and then you will have your discussion with the. My town. husband died in the war, and now I got to protect the chitlins with this Winchester, this space Winchester, or whatever the fuck you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. So, um, because of that, because it's so straightforward, it's, you can, you don't, don't it's like don't fuck it up. Don't put in too much. You know. And um, but what if Darth Vader was there? Yeah, they 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 hire their own baddie. Yeah, he there's a caped man. Yeah, with a with a thing with a yeah. we- he's got a weapon. Yeah, that's interesting. He does a thing. There's you know what's fun too. Um, there's a part where they needed uh stormtroopers, but apparently did not have the budget to bring in enough stormtroopers. So they. Actually went out and hired, I think it's the four, the fifty first, fifty first. Yep, the, the the fan platoon. They brought them in with their own, their own fucking, which are armor, immaculate, and they all played the remaining. That means the fifty first is a cannon stormtrooper division, cannon platoon, five hundred first, five hundred first. I forgot a zero. Sure. So them, uh, which is really what's really cool is um, uh, the guy who was teaching uh, Haka. Mm-hmm. He's a member as yeah. well, so like I've seen some of those fucking amazing, immaculate costumes they 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 bust out from time to time, and uh, yeah, it's insane to me that a Star Wars show would not have the budget to hire enough stormtroopers, but it's cool that it resulted in this. Yes, I agree. This is the best possible outcome. That show will be ruined in its third season. I goddamn <laughs> hope not, because it's uh, it's so delicate. It's so, so, so delicate. You know? It is a leaf floating. Enjoy that next one. That next one will be good. And they're going to go dead space on it. It's a leaf on the pond right now. Floating above the surface. Please do not sink it. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, okay. yeah, I did some other things. Like I spent a a bunch of time playing more Dems fighting herds with the devs. And yeah, I think I'm getting to be not ass. Ah, I played I played a couple hours with some so with some of the the team. I it's always it, a fucking uplifting but depressing feeling. I'm learning to be not ass. Yeah, that was that was fun. I played this Windjammers SNK, uh, this Neo Geo Windjammers not quite Windjammers game called Bang Beat and holy fuck is it weird and goofy and uh, not as good because it's like you have to clear all the blocks behind the opponent before you can score. Uh, and I don't like that version of uh, it that much but uh, no, no, more investigation no, no. is required and Akuma is currently fucking rocking Teppen with his, yeah. his bullshit. Good Teppen Akuma. Yeah, he's added Awakening which is the ability to play a card on top of an existing card. <gasps> That's crazy, Akuma. Which means you're not stuck with, like, your, when you have all three slots taken, mm-hmm. you can now just drop another card on top of it and power it up. Yeah. And destroy the, the one underneath. And I'm like, fuck me, that's really strong. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's, a, that's tough meta. Tough meta we're dealing with right now. I'm sure you'll manage. You seem to be quite adept at Tekken. My, by Tekken, I mean Tekken. My, 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 my existing Nero skills are no longer that good. Damn. So I have to... Because the meta has shifted. It has shifted. I have to figure it out again. But yeah, I'll leave it there. All right. Let's see. Hey, Wooly, if they wanted to look at Wooly stuff, where would they go? Well, if you were to go check out Wooly Versus on Twitch and or on uh, YouTube... You could go see the current ongoing Death Stranding LP happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Where are you at in that? Uh, just did uh, Virgil 2. Mm-hmm. No, wait, not Virgil 2. Whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mads 2. Mads 2. Just did Mads 2. That's in there. Yeah. You're in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're farther than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Do- I I walked up to a terminal... And they basically told me, like, hey, so this is where you're going to go. Go talk to this guy. Do this thing. But then also there's this city here. And that's pretty much where well, that's your end goal. The, they showed me where the end goal the, is. The, the part of the game where you hit it and you go, the, ro- the road ends here. Yeah. You're like, well, okay, well, that's pretty definitive then. Yes. And then, yeah, no, they fill up the map and they go, dot. And there it is. So you I can see it. I've been getting conflicting numbers from people in terms of like how far in I am, but depends how much you want to do. I guess that's that's how far in you are. Yeah, you can go talk to three people, do their requests, and then run to the end, or you can start cleaning up before you do that. So based on the way I've been going, I've been dropping zips pretty consistently everywhere, so yeah. that when we get to doing the orders, uh, I just zip to them. those that's- last. Three locations are real easy to zip together. Okay. They're laughably easy to zip yeah. together. I've already got half the mountain zipped up. Yeah. So at the moment... I've, Zip it up! Yeah, at the moment, I have no problem going from, uh, let's say, uh, first prepper mm-hmm. all the way down to um, photographer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's good. That's so good. Should be, should be fine. I'm not too worried about That's it. That's a good game. Yes, it is. Uh, also, reading some of those, those uh, going through those emails, we're doing these .5 episodes where we, we read the emails from everybody. Yeah, I just stopped doing that on stream after a while because there's so many. There's so, so, so many, <laughs> but there's some good shit in them. And I'm yeah. glad we do them as, as like, again, we tell you it's a .5, but there's some good meat, some weirdos. Do you know Edgar Wright wants to fuck robots? Yeah. 
Okay. I just assumed that, though. I didn't read it. Well, he's there. I'd fuck a robot. Would you fuck a robot? I mean, they're the right kind. Okay, define right kind. You Like a Wally, or you're talking like like a human-looking one? Jehuti. Okay, you want to fuck Jehuti? That's the only... That's Or do you want Jehuti to fuck you? Mm. You ever hear of a Switch? All right. Now, this is a human-sized Jehuti, I'm going to assume. It's a console. It's a Nintendo console. You no, can... I'm just saying, because like a, 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 human, a, a normal-sized Jehuti fucking you, you would explode. And not with cum. I mean, like, your your body would be sheared. Can I introduce new evidence into the courtroom? Yeah, hit it. 2B. 2B? 2B is a robot. So, yeah, good, after, good game. It's a good game. Having a lot of fun with it over on Wooly Versus. You can also uh, catch this week uh, the schedule where uh, tomorrow I will be starting a new LP. P, 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 P. Hey, can I ask you what that is afterwards? Sure. Okay, cool. Are you going to tell me? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, sometimes Willie's like, I got a secret project. I'm like, what is it? He's like, I'm not telling you. I'm like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. What is this? What is this crap? They're not going to guess. You can't guess it. But new LP starting. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Encore. Absolutely. Uh, we're doing uh, Get Into Fighting Games later on tomorrow night. Uh, King of Fighters 14 and Schwarzer Blitz. And then Table Lords coming back on Saturday. Hooray! So that's over on Wooly Versus. Now, in comparison to your varied approach, I've been doing pretty much one thing with my week, and that's playing Resident Evil games. Old Resident Evil games, that is. Um, remember a while ago on the podcast we talked about how you don't usually go back and replay old games. You, you generally one and done them. I heard you got some nice ambient out of CVX. Mm-hmm. I saw a, I saw the posts <laughs> where someone said something to the effect of like, okay, I didn't really take it seriously when everyone talked about how boring it was until my girlfriend woke me up on the couch watching the stream of CVX. Mm-hmm. So that bad. Here's the thing, right? Because you go back and play old classics. Everybody does from time to time, right? But there's a really special thing that happens when you go back and play old classics in a row fast. In the same week or two-week or three-week period, I forget what it is now, I got through RE1, RE2, RE3, CVX, and now Remake. You feel the flaws? You feel it, like, jump to the top because you're seeing it within one day to the next. It's 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 like when I marathoned every Bourne movie together. You get to see all the things that are exactly the same. All they're, the they're all the same movie. Yeah, they're exactly the same movie. Yeah, all, all three of them. <laughs> so, RE1 is really primitive, but still good. RE2 is classic. RE3, better than I remembered. It's actually much better than I remembered. I should have given that game more appreci- appreciation back in the day. And then you hit CVX, which was like, hey man, it's on the Dreamcast. It's going to be 3D. You're going to be able to move the camera. <laughs> well, they... This is the ugliest mainline Resident Evil game. You go from the pre-rendered backgrounds in Remake on one side and 3 on the other, which are its concur- its releases. To a fully rotated 3D camera. To a fully camera. rotated 3D camera. And that's not the problem. Well, it's not fully, re- but the camera pans. The problem is that as a result, the color palette and like look of every area, it's all really sparse 3D. The game is so dark. It's so fucking dark. If you pulled up, uh, people were pointing out that the the archive that I put up of CVX on on my YouTube channel, 
is bordering on unwatchable because YouTube compression combined with the, the game's color palette and the fact that there's low detail in the environments makes many scenes completely unwatchable. Like, you can't actually tell what's happening. I remember looking at the back of the box uh, when I was going through Dreamcast games on uh, back at Microplay, and I remember the screenshot specifically on the back of that game was uh, Jill standing in a graveyard. That'd be Claire, but whatever. Excuse me. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And uh, standing in a graveyard, and I remember the camera was lower in third person, and I remember thinking, like, oh, wow, like, those games usually looked really good. Bright and colorful and defined. So I imagine if they've created 3D full worlds that you can now walk around and rotate the camera in, it must look incredible. I just pulled up my stream. Here's a random screenshot. Yeah, that's just gray. It's just gray. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to be fair, you saw the the um, the filter removed from, like, five. Yeah. I actually don't like that. It's It makes it look more generic. It makes it look nice, and it's not supposed to look it's not, nice. No, it's not supposed to look nice, right? It makes it look a little more generic, but the colors shine through a bit better. Oh, absolutely. Um, But when they put that filter on, it's like now you're watching a gritty Colombian drug movie. Yeah. You're watching traffic. Yeah, it's very different in tone. Um, CVX also has like massive, massive, massive flaws that don't really pop. You know when you're like, damn, that thing sucked, but I just can't, I just can't put my my finger on it, right? It's got so many. The weapon choice sucks. Chris has nothing to do. The story makes no sense because at the beginning. Claire is like, hey, I have to find my brother. I'm going to Umbrella to find my brother. I'm going to track down my brother. I got to find my brother. And then when you get captured, she's like, I'll send an email to Leon and he'll email my brother and tell him to be here. I'm like, wait, what? I thought you couldn't find Chris. You just shot an email to Leon. Why'd you why'd you need to? Steve as a character, I'm sure you've seen. Hey, wait, aren't they all full of stupid shit? Like oh, that? yeah, they are. But this one's the worst. Steve as a character is the worst Resident Evil character ever. Literally character who is an animated and father like X4 level voice acting. The worst. On top of that, he's the only overtly Canadian Resident Evil character, which I didn't realize until I played through it again because he goes, I'm sorry, Claire. Uh, he's a creep. Wait, is he actually Canadian? It's not listed in the bio, but like you could hear it in his voice. Okay. Uh, he's a fucking creepo. Who's put up as the love interest, but he's doing all that anime 90s creepo shit where he tries to kiss Claire when she's asleep and shit like that. He's he's a bitch and he's he's your main hero character. He gets he gets cool hero moments and Claire's like, oh, man, I love him. And you're like, what? Why? Like he feels like a Kirito self insert, like he's the pathetic Claire fanboy that wanted to pretend he's terrible. The game makes you go through one area and then a second and then uh, the second, the first area. Is he Kyle Madigan? Kyle Madigan times a thousand in awfulness because of his horrible voice acting. Go look it up yourself. Okay. It's, he's the worst. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the, the archetype. The, the layout of the areas is boring. So uh, Resident Evil mansions and areas, they typically work in like a, like a house structure, right? You know, you go from the east side to the west side of the mansion. You crisscross. Sure. CVX has, for its main areas, it has, like, um, 
for example, the it has the 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 prison, then the military facility, then the the mansion, then the the house. But they're all in straight lines. Like it's one straight line, and then you go to the right to go to the training facility. Then you go back on the highway, and then go to the north to. And so when you're backtracking between the three four areas, you have to go through that highway every time. Every single time. Mm. So the backtracking feels a hundred times worse because you never have the choice of, hey, I cleared enemies out on this room or I cleared enemies out on this path. I'll use that path now because it's safe. My memory of RE4 is it being a straight line. Yeah, RE4 is a straight line. But RE4 is not like the old structure. Okay. Right? Because RE4 doesn't have backtracking, really. Okay. The old ones always had backtracking, but it was fine because you would pick your path and decide who you would kill in what areas and explore the rooms. This straight line with branches okay and you go well shit well I'm, i better clear out these these straight paths because i'm gonna have to go down them four five six times mm-hmm. and the game goes well we knew you were gonna do that so we're going to constantly re-trigger enemies to spawn in there and as somebody who's played the game before and knows that it creates a situation of don't bother to kill any enemies in the most traversed areas in the game because the next time you come back, they will be alive again. It's not a permanent... You can't... No. Yeah. And in fact, there's one really bizarre thing where you get to the entrance of a house. And the first time you show up there, there's two uh, shitty monsters just walking around. They're just there. And then if you kill them, they'll be back the next time. But when you come back the next time, the room is empty. And then it, you get a new camera angle, which shows them climbing up the wall to respawn. And you're like... Shouldn't that have been the first? Shouldn't that have played the first time? Mm. The game feels like all, all over, just little little things like is that. Is Amos sparse? No, you're drowning in it. Okay. And the knife is incredible. Okay. But just like the story, the 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 best part is Alexia and Alfred, the crazy twins that are like fucking European horror movie villains. They're fucking so stupid. But yeah, the game is trash. The game is fucking trash top to bottom. And you can really feel it playing Resident Evil 3 and uh, Remake right after, that game was supposed to be RE3. I was going to say, like, what is the point of it not being a numbered game? Originally, because it's the one that pushed the story forward, and RE2 was, a, sorry, RE3 was going to be called RE1.9, because it takes place in Raccoon City, right? Hmm. That's how it was going to be. Now, ostensibly... I've heard very I've heard like three variations of this. Either Sony wanted it or the internal development were like, "Oh, well, what if we do make Resident Evil 3 or sorry, what if we make RE 1.9, RE 3, so then the trilogy of Raccoon City will be on the PlayStation and then we can It doesn't feel that way. It feels like Shinji Mikami who was overlooking all five games in development at one time went fuck fucking change the number cuz because this one sucks ass. And am I correct in that X is an updated version? X is the PS2 version that came out later. It has like two extra Wesker scenes and some extra costumes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there's all these little things. Like there's no turning animation in CVX. Your character turntables when mm. you turn. Uh, the zombie groans are just reused from RE2. They're not new. It's it's terrible. Like it's it's so bad. Top to bottom, it's crazy. And going through and getting to play Remake, and not only is Remake one of the best 
games ever made, but it's a, a, the best remake. In my RE1 stream, when you come back from the guardhouse, they have the hunters, the green gorilla enemies that slash you. Yep. I died four times. No, three times? In one hallway, trying to get back to a save point. Bam, 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 bam. Died. It was really frustrating. The stream was a riot because I kept fucking it up, and then the game crashed. It was terrible, right? Plain remake? Died in the same fucking exact hallway in the exact same way. Hmm. Trying to do the exact same thing. Hmm. And it's like, this is the best remake. Because even with all these things changed and enemy behavior changed and items rearranged, I'm still making the same exact fucking mistakes. That game is incredible. Or zero is not. Uh, but yeah, play remake. Don't play CVX. Never play CVX. CVX is the only mainline uh, uh, like modern Resident Evil game that's in 3D that has not gotten a port to PC. And that's fine. That's fine. I played it. Now I'm done. I tried but, to, pl- but it moves the story forward. RE4 annihilates it from canon. You remember the beginning of RE4 mm-hmm. where they talk about like the U.S. government I- initiated a, a stopped the business and then Umbrella's shares tumbled. Yeah, that is so bizarre because it goes and it's like that would have been right after the nuke, right? So how does a CVX take place three months later with the active umbrella? Oh, whatever. Just shut up. Just don't worry about it. Okay. Shh, 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 shh. Okay. Like that. That game got annihilated from people caring. Like, ugh, bad, bad game, bad game. Uh, let's see what else I do. I tried to play Temtem yesterday. Yeah. Temtem was on fucking fire yesterday. What happened? It's an MMO launch. Oh, it launched yesterday? Yeah. Wait, but I've been hearing about it for weeks. Yeah, because people have been excited. They haven't been playing it? Some people got into the stress test. Okay. Definitely knew some people were playing it somehow, so yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Uh, launched yesterday, servers, dead, bugs, etc. They got it to a stable state last night, but that stable state last night was like at 3 in the morning. So, haven't played Temtem. People seem to enjoy the Temtem. Pokemon Online? Pokemon Online, but with Temtem. It's cards, not Pokeballs. But they're monsters. Yeah, they're monsters. Coming out of cards. Coming out of cards. I mean... You seal them in the card. That's... that's They're te... Wooly? They're not Pokemon. They're tempting. Are they digital monsters? Some are. There's a digital type. But are you sealing them in the card via digital? I don't know, dude. I didn't play it. Okay. (laughs) Is it it magic being used to put them in the card? It appears to be technology. Okay. I'm going to assume it's technology. This is this is the question. I think the starter types are like um mental crystal and lo- I forget what the it looks Love? like. Love? It looks like a fire type. <laughs> okay. But uh yeah, it looks cool. People people seem really excited. I'll be checking that out. Uh, I'm I'm interested in Temtem. I'll be checking that out either t- depending on the server shenanigans and how I feel tonight cuz yeah. I usually don't want to stream after the podcast. Yeah. Either tonight or tomorrow. Uh some people did persevere through and get to play it and I have heard universally positive praise. The trailer looks great. Except for two things. One, yeah, it's still on fire. And two, man, those designs just aren't as good as Pokemon. Mm. But it's it's goofy because like but some of them are going to get there. The, the no, the the overall art style just okay. isn't as 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 atta- isn't as enjoyable as Pokemon. But 
on the flip side, every single one of the Temtem is like lovingly, lavishly animated with all of their attacks and all of their movement. And so it's like, even though the actual design of the Temtem doesn't look as good, its realization in game is a thousand times nicer than anything Pokemon ever did. Got it. Okay. So it's, I'd say it's a, it's a, it's a, it equals out. Uh, I mean, like, Pokemon, to me at least, still look their strongest as a 2D piece of art. I would agree. And... Clemps did a video on that. Never look... They never look as powerful or... Not but powerful. They never look as, like... When I say strong, I don't mean, like, physically strong. I mean strong in terms of design yeah. and implementation. Clemps did a, a the, whole video on the that. The translation is, um, doesn't work. In which the, the he, he blamed the Switch to 3D on the animation because like Pokemon Stadium those those things actually look great mm. because they animate and they mm. did, like uh, you know you got yeah, Cubones yeah. doing drop kicks and yeah, shit yeah yeah totally but in the modern Pokemon they look really flat they look really really flat yeah uh they look you they look perfectly symmetrical and uniform they don't really animate they don't really have a lot of life so they they kind of look like amiibos also um i much prefer the uh, the red and green art style mm. of like you know fat Pikachu and yeah, shit. Yeah, fat Pikachu. To the anime version that like everything sort of became. Yeah, I I really do. I, I think there's a clear difference there, and uh, I like uh the original art a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish it kind of like stuck more to to that. But uh, Pokemon's been dropping the ball for a while. This 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 indie game is indie as shit. It's so indie that I've been following the Play Temtem account. And it's hilarious because they were super transparent. They're like, all right, the last hotfix, it's fucked up. Rolling it back. All right, we're thinking we're going to get a new build out in about half an hour. But we got to get tacos. Okay. Because we're hungry. Okay. And everyone's like, you enjoy your tacos. And, you know, like, it's it's just very, like, that that Twitter account updated, like, a hundred times yesterday on the status of every hotfix, every bug, every build. And it's like, oh, that'd be really nice. Instead of when Destiny goes down or Final Fantasy goes down or anything Blizzard goes down, you get, we're encountering some issues. Please check back within six, seven. You know that fucking yeah. crap? So, so Tekken, Tepin, and Temtem. Yeah, that's fun, isn't it? Looking forward to Temtem. Uh, and last but not least is a thing that I am struggling to remember. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to even talk about this. So I'll just start from the beginning and try and explain it. This is the Destiny thing, so set your expectations accordingly, Willie. But it is, it's more about advertising than anything. So Destiny, they do the free-to-play thing. They have a, 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 a season pass that you buy for 10 bucks, and they advertise certain things on it. Mm-hmm. They go, this weapon, this weapon, this weapon, this activity, this activity will be a- available to people who own this. And they will unlock or become available at this date. In this date, in this date, in this date. And so, you know, uh, uh, 1-7, January 7th rolls around, and here's the quest for this handgun. Whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. There was a new quest that showed up out of nowhere, unannounced last week in an area called the corridors of time it's just a fancy way to uh, to describe a infinite dungeon with random rooms okay. that you walk in and there's six exits it's a hexagon and then you walk through go through a corridor and then there's another hexagon with six exits and then each one has a little symbol chalice dungeons right 
And it became discovered very quickly that it's actually not random at all. You're just everyone's starting in a random location. It is actually a giant superstructure. Okay. It's in, it's stupid enormous. Okay. It's something like, you know, forty eight thousand rooms or some shit. Oh, okay. Like like in like fucking stupid gigantic. I could you could pull up a a, gr- uh, a map of it. Jesus. Okay. Uh, called the uh, you could look it up on your thing called the corridors of time map. So forty eight thousand. So no, probably way 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 higher than that actually. So it became okay, and the quest is reach the end of the corridors of time. And people went. I don't know what that means because if you went long enough, you would hit a dead end where you would see a grave in the future. But if you tried to reach the grave, you couldn't. And then people were finding alternate paths that, like, oh, if I got to this ending, I would unlock a banner, an emblem for my character. Or I would get a lore tab open up. That's weird, right? And so it became clear that there's actually a really complex path that you can take to reach the end. But nobody knows what it is. So, for the past week, Destiny players have been compiling data crowdsourcing interesting dozens of streams of people going like the charts the arg shit and just like 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 uh um whatchamacallit uh uh, like (sighs) collective collectively trailblazing uh what's it called uh there's a word i know what's the what's the word for this uh, uh the collective computing or what whatever Crowds, you know? crowdsourcing their yeah cr- crowdsourcing that's crowdsourcing it. yeah right and so eventually you end up i'm going to show Wooly the picture of the map for context with a map that looks like this whoa and in the map that is fucking huge yeah it took a lot of work by a lot of people right and so what ends up happening is you put all that together and you look and you discover, hey, look, at the bottom, there's an entrance and at the top, there's an exit and there is totally a path. There is a like 30 room sequence. It's a maze. That you can get through from any starting location. You can get there. People post the uh, the, the sequence. It teleports you around. Yeah. Each, well, basically, it, it, basically, the way it works is you start and then you go like hexagon plus clover, clover, hexagon, hexagon plus, sure. et cetera. And it's the same for everybody. Lost Woods. Yeah, and then okay. you get to the end. Okay. And there's a grave, and it's your grave from the future. And you're like, what? That's crazy, because the whole season's been about time travel and saving people from death via time travel. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, man, your favorite weapon's here. And on top, there's a Destiny 1 exotic sword, that, something that's never been in, uh, in Destiny 2. And you're like, oh, what could it be? And people open it up, and they unlock the quest for the season pass weapon two weeks early. And it's like, oh, it's Bastion, the video, the the gun they've been showing in previews. And since it was finally discovered on Monday, the Daily Reset unlocked the quest for everyone two to three weeks early. And now everyone can get it. And the overall, the overall, like, feeling is like, wow, that was literally pointless. And because it was a secret new quest and all these things, I think it is reasonable for people to have assumed that it would have been a surprise. Right? Directed by Peter Molyneux. What's in the cube? A life-changing 
<laughs> a life-changing event and, and it, it's just it's just <laughs> like and there might be some kind of advertising law because they uh, advertise the the season pass and say you get these items and whatnot but like it the every i feel really bad for the streamer the, uh, the uh, streamers were the ones who did most of the work because they were like they were online and they were compiling information people were sending in and there was a couple people on the side just doing math shit it's like wow you guys busted your ass for, for over a week to get a quest unlock a couple weeks early and on top like it, it that it, is such it sucks dude that is such a compelling and interesting piece of content to drop yeah isn't it into your game destiny does do that every now and then they do these little arg puzzles and they're like figure it out and something will unlock and for the and for the thing to be Uh, for uh, the thing to be you'll unlock the quest that you were going to get in two weeks early like no it's a it should have been a gun man or a sword or a ship that you a cosmetic that you couldn't get it like it could have been anything other than what it was like is there some sort of maybe i don't know is there like a a thing where like they're like they don't like they don't want to mess with the gun economy like there's a really you know what i mean like is there any point where it's like just give them a really cool thing and then someone would go like no that might upset the there has been a really obvious difficulty by the devs for about a year and a half now in that they put some really good shit into that game shit that was so good it ruined the game and then that shit had to get nerfed then they put perks in the game Uh oh that shit's so good it had to get nerfed and they're in a place right now where your your thought is dead on and people can tell where exotics come out and exotic guns you can only have one on your person you only have one piece of exotic armor on your person you build your kit around it they're supposed to be weird. They do weird things. Mm-hmm. They do a, a type of shot that nothing else can do. They eat. They they burn shields like nothing else. Or they fire like a bow that fires like three shots and lightning arcs every. You know they all do weird shit. Yeah. So they're supposed to be fucking cool mm-hmm. and good. Mm-hmm. And they are clearly very afraid of making them too cool or too good because in the past weapons of that nature can very easily become completely dominant and completely overtake everything okay there was a gun called sleeper simulant did you want to go in this game mode bring sleeper simulant or else you'll lose you know stuff like that question did that grave have a cool sword on it it did (laughs) would that cool sword have been an interesting reward to give to people that cool sword looked like a sword from destiny one which is unique and would have been a great reward for people and people were excited how about that? How about that? What's extra frustrating, and this is just a dialogue thing. This is not important, but it is annoying. This is a character from the future talking at your funeral, saying that the gun he placed in your grave is your favorite gun. And you get it, and you're like, this is not my favorite gun. <laughs> <laughs> this gun's cool, yeah. and it's all right. But this is not my favorite gun. Right? Ah. And like that's that's a tiny little thing, right? Like that doesn't matter, but it's like when you hear that, 
because you hear that you get the quest to unlock it so it's a couple hours before you actually get to use it and then you use it and you're like oh this thing's gonna kick ass this thing's gonna fucking sh-. nah it's okay it's it's all right it's fine it has a niche use i feel bad for like your right your, your like the the design and like production departments kind of coming together and to make making, this big cool thing and then at some point they've got to run it through checks and balances and the reward guy you got to run it you got to run it through uh <laughs> player experience rewards and and uh, yeah. e- and economy and you're like we want to give know? them something really cool and, and they're then like, you're like mm, no 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 look at our t- look at our our, our the, the roadmap the roadmap over here thank you yeah. that's the word i was looking for the roadmap says we cannot uh, upset it with it we gotta destiny is the weirdest game because especially now that they've gone free to play they have been really, really overt about this, and it's fascinating. I've never seen a dev talk about this with a live service game. The way Destiny develops, it takes them three months to make a piece of content, and then they polish it for three months. What this means is that your complaints will be heard exactly six months from now. Okay. Right? Yeah. So when Shadowkeep came out, the season uh, that they had associated with it was terrible. Season of the Undying was terrible. There was almost no gear to get. The activity was the same activity over and over and over. At the end of the season, the boss didn't even change, really. Right? The rewards were shit. Well, Season of the Undying was built six months before that when Gambit or whatever was the thing. Season of the Dawn, much, much better. The activity and rewards associated with it are much better. Why? Because they're copying the activity they made six months ago called Menagerie, which was beloved. So they, at the time, they were like, well, Menagerie is really popular. Let's make the Season of the Dawn thing six months from now a Menagerie-style activity, and it'll have these kinds of rewards and this kind of structure and this kind of thing. So it gets half your turnarounds. Right. So now, the next season, the one that will be coming out in a month and a half, will be the one with the season of the undying feedback where everyone's like I fucking hate doing bounties I'm just chasing the the season pass battle pass level these rewards are terrible these exotics need to be buffed all that that will happen in about 90 days and so with destiny you always get to see it's always like man it's really great right now hope they don't fuck it up in three months and then it becomes well it's a little rough right now but that next thing's right around the corner and the moment that they announce it is the moment that people decide whether or not the next three months of destiny are going to be shit or not it's so weird god bless because if not for you bringing this up i kind of would have assumed it was dead it's it's still it's bumping it's definitely doing a lot better than warframe is right now um, it's and, just, it's in a really weird place because their transition to free to play has been really awkward. It's really, really not the best. So one of the biggest problems, and you will definitely appreciate this, is bounties. You have a, you used to get a character level and the way it worked is you, you hit max level cap within a day and then you were max level for the whole thing and that was it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You're max level for the year, pretty much. Now, while you gain levels in the season pass shit from 1 to 100, and it unlocks, you know, cosmetic items, unlocks a gun, whatever, right? Yeah. It's a battle pass. Well, battle pass is 100 ranks. All right. So, 
there used to be these things called bounties that were, uh, you know, you'd go to a, you go to Nessus or IO, whatever one of the planets, and the bounty would be like, kill ten guys with handguns. You know, simple, piss easy shit. Right. So you'd go to IO, and if you're on IO and you want a little extra XP to maybe level your character up or uh, get a loot box at when you leveled up or whatever, you pick that up. Well, now that character leveling is so important. It turns out that one kill 10 guys with handguns bounty from a random planet is worth more experience than soloing a raid, which takes hours. Because bounties reward about a thousand times more experience than killing an enemy. So then fuck everything So else. what do you do? Fuck everything else. You grind bounties. Yeah, and so the game has changed yeah. from play whatever you want, do the activities you want, chase what you want, ah. to log in, ah. load up on bounties, do all the bounties, then do your second character, etc. That's unfortunate. For example, Wooly, I leveled from level 31 to 105 on the season pass in a couple days by spamming the Christmas event bake cookies bounties. And those are bake a cookie, deliver it to somebody in the hub. And that was hundreds of times faster than literally anything I could do. How, how are they still making these mistakes? Because they're new mistakes. They're always but new this, mistakes. But, like, they've been at this for so long. And that game has gone through multiple permutations of every business model. The game started as buy it. Then the game added a microtransaction store. Then the game flirted with a subscription before backing out. Then the game went free to play. Sorry, then the game took an annual pass, which was basically a subscription for a year. But I guess I'm just thinking Then about it went like, free to play. Like, the, the, like when you add a new thing and you want people to do it, then you need to give them an incentive by making the reward good. Yeah. But when it's so good that it makes everything else pointless, then it just becomes the only thing you're going to do. So it says like, a lot. That's such a it says a lot about obvious outcome. The way that... Because in the, in the when they talk about, hey, we're going to free-to-play, right? And the first worry is, hey, is it going to take a shitzillion years to grind the battle pass so that we have to buy the battle pass at the end? They went, no, no, no. And they described, well, if you give a buff on yourself, right, you know, to, for more XP, and then you load up with uh, a couple bounties for the strike, which is a dungeon, right? At the end, after about an hour, you'll gain like a level or two. Right, And that was the developer thought that you were going to want to run a strike and load up on the bounties for the strike. What's a strike? It's it's essentially a dungeon. Okay. Uh, right? Even though dungeons and destiny are a different thing. But for this argument, let's say it's a dungeon. A 20-minute run through an area. Sure. With a unique boss at the end. Um, and then people went, okay, I guess that's fair. And then it's like, well, what you didn't say is that 95% of the XP came from the strike bounty and not the strike. So why would you run strikes? Why would you not then just go to every planet and do the piss easy bounties? Right? And it's like the the develop what the developers thought was gonna happen did not mesh with the reality of how people play games where you gain levels. People were hitting rank a hundred within a day and a half by figuring out well what's the most optimized fucking set of bounties I can do on all three characters and just go, 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 go. Right? And then you run into a different problem. Here's the problem. You hit rank 100 on that season pass, battle pass thing. That's it. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. Yeah. And then it's like, well, okay, well, I'll wait till January 7th. And then they're going to do the quest for the handgun. 
right? Quest for the handgun is walk around a PvP map and look at things and then hear some dialogue. It literally takes half an hour. You're like, okay. And they're like, oh, wow. In in the first week of February, there's going to be the, the, the Bastion quest for this big gun. Oh, but now the Corridors of Time thing is happening. Wow. It just unlocked the thing from later now. Now I have nothing. To, like, And you see how all this combines into yeah. just like a yeah. seething yeah. frustration. Time for that launcher to go cold for another six months, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then it's like, I'm not. So I played a bunch of Destiny. I got the gun. I thought it was cool. I am not going to turn that game on until February 4th when they unlock the new boss fight. Then I'm going to beat the boss fight once to get the achievement. And then I will have completed the season. I You literally get a badge for completing the season, and it gives you a special title. And then I won't have to play the season again until it's done. I might go in and try and get a better breech light, which is a handgun, but that's easy. That'll take me an hour. Sounds identical to an MMO. Yeah. Except the one thing about Destiny's, like, whole life cycle is that it's really fun to play Destiny. So as long as there's something to chase, you're good. They have totally inverted the way that that goes. Instead of chasing things and getting things while you do it, you now set specific goals according to bounties and chase those. Unless what you're chasing is cookie baking. Unless what you're chasing is cookie baking. Which I maxed that thing out. It was miserable. You had to bake 300 gifts. But the reward was good. So it was fine. The reward was a little snowmobile with snow coming off of it. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it's it is the most fascinating. As someone that was running around getting grabbed and groped by by fucking BTs. Okay, to to take me to your leader. Uh huh. You know, <laughs> yeah. There's that, that picture. There's a picture that someone had that was like, um, how Kojima ex, uh, expects you to react, and it's just like, oh dear God, with the um, like a uh, whatever fucking uh, the shining kind of shot of just oh like, my God, oh, you're yeah, coming oh, for oh, me, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And like how, how it actually, actually yeah, is, take like, me to your leader. Let's go. Come on, I need some. I need some chiral crystals. Let's do it. I'm gonna fuck it up. Um, and then, and I enjoying that process. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that sounds miserable. Uh, the destiny thing is is hilarious because it is it constantly flip flops between being amazing and shit, and it is doing that on a three to six month cycle over and over and over and over, and it's hilarious. It is fascinating to see, but is it costing you money? Very little. These seasons are ten bucks every three months. They're really cheap for subscription. Okay. And I want the cosmetic and rewards out of them. Right. There, I would say that though. I would say that these seasons are totally worth their value. But I think the problem is, I would gladly pay three times as much as a subscription to get three times more. If that makes any sense. It, I, I, yeah. pay, I pay a $15 a month subscription to Final Fantasy XIV, and that game keeps content coming out on a really fucking rock-solid regular basis. And there's they don't fuck it up, and they never change it, which is kind of a problem. Destiny is constantly, oh, uh, this, maybe? And it's like, just charge a sub, man. Um, so... A uh, 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 little little idea, light bulb here. But so the idea that a company like Bungie can like make these mistakes is, you know, like it. There's a lot of uh, uh, takeaways from that. One of them could just be that it's like it's that hard to balance something that is an always 
living, breathing, I would, strange, uncertain model. I would like to point out that Final Fantasy XIV and Warframe, two other similar games that I play, yes. fourteen hit that balance early and never deviates ever, right. which is a problem. Right. And that was after their massive disaster game. Yep. Warframe has had just as much disastrous mm-hmm. fucking exact things with this. We now have a solid maybe 15 years of, like, the modern type of service game. Yeah. Um, to, to draw experience from. How are all of these companies not learning from each of these mistakes they are but they're different enough that the the mistakes are not broadly applicable it's hard it's actually just really hard because like we can point to reasons why quality of life from like other versions of games don't pop into Mm -hmm. the ones that you like for example but um a lot of the time people will very loudly let you know what those fuck-ups were. Oh, they did. And... Destinies were uh, astonishing. When you have a decade and a half of data. Here's here's one for you. How? Uh, here's... One of the problems is that... Uh, hey, Wooly. Here's one that you you clearly will internalize. Listening to feedback is hard. Some feedback you should listen to. Some feedback you shouldn't. It's really tough to tell which is which and what will make people happier, especially when some feedback is really loud and some feedback is not as loud. So, for example, Destiny 2 in its early life cycle, and it was the dumbest thing they ever did, Mm -hmm. it had a problem called, uh, people refer to it as the better devils problem. In Destiny 1... You described this, the gun. I'll give a really quick one. In Destiny 1, guns dropped with random stats. In Destiny 2, they didn't because people like me, who barely played Destiny 1, complained, I hate grinding for a gun and the gun is that I get is the one I want, but it's bad. And so then you end up with a situation where you play PvP until the better devil's handgun drops and you go, sick, it's the best handgun. I'm done. And that's that. Yep. And so- for a grinding game... That's disastrous. Now, on the on the community feedback side of things where you're talking about, like, you know, some things should be and should not be listened to, there is a job, and someone who's good at it will parse that information for you. That's a community manager, mm-hmm. right? In addition to interacting with everything. Like, here's the thing. Um, a company that is dropping the ball will hire a community manager to be uh, an arrow from them going outward. Do you remember Rob Pardo? No. He was the guy who talked to you about World of Warcraft. That dude was on those forums every day. The Kaplan of WoW? More. Okay. He wasn't he didn't get on video. Okay. It's just like, hey, Pardo posted something. Okay. Right? So like, that that when when a ball's being dropped, the that's what the company will 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 do. Yeah. When Warframe has Rebecca Ford, for example. Yeah. Right. And uh, and Megan as well. Mm-hmm. Um, SNK has Kaiser Wave and Arxis has Zotbuster. When you're doing it right, that will, that person is a two-way arrow. Yeah. That is bringing information from the community to the dev team and 
relaying messages from the dev team back to the community. Uh, uh, and um, they are acting as that facilitator. Capcom has uh, Yuri Arjo and uh, Matt Walker. Matt does it as well. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's like, I, I'll go, hey, Yuri, this thing's fucked up. Can you tell the devs? He's like, they know. Yeah. Once upon a time, <laughs> once upon a time, like, like, it's like, what's the point of, what is a community manager? This is a new position. What is this, right? And suddenly, modern, prob- pro- modern problems require modern solutions. Yeah. And when when games are online and there are a lot of people that are like letting you know about their unique experiences going wrong, there needs to be someone to process that data. Yeah. And like um, if your community manager is basically being like told that whatever information – if your community manager if – you, if you're not asking your community manager to go out and get you yeah. the information that's Why relevant are people mad? and bring it back to Why you. Why are they actually mad though? Right, then you're fucking up. Yeah, you're not using that the, person. The correctly. community manager for Destiny appears to be their lead director, Luke Smith. Yeah, if you and, have a community and, manager, make sure you're using them to give you the feel of what's happening. What I mean is, is Luke Smith is the lead. He's the director, and he writes this week at Bungie, and okay. he seems to be the one with the pulse. And it's like I don't think you have time to do that when you're also directing the game. That seems like a lot. Yeah, no, it's a full-time job. Yeah, to, so to, to manage all of that, and and it seems to all fall on this one guy, and it, it kind of sucks. So, um, yeah, so it, like with that in place, I mean, not to just fully, oh, he doesn't write that. Oh, my bad. I well, not not to fully divert the uh, you know, but like the, the 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 nature of that question is like, if you have someone giving you that information, then what? Like, why would? <laughs> A lot of moving parts. 15 years. So I'll give you an update in 90 days in six podcasts. So a podcast, whatever. And I will come on and be like, they've announced what they're going to change. And it's like, it's funny because that that game is is back and forth all the time. When the game came out, Mm -hmm. exotics were weak. And people were like, what is the point of these? Then later, exotics all across the board got hugely buffed. And everyone was happy. And then a new exotic came out called Luna Faction Boots, which ruined the game for like six months. Because if you didn't have it, get out of the group. Fuck off. Right? Then they nerfed it. And now exotics are weak again. Mm. And it's like, fuck. Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely like thing times when it's like, yeah, you can't listen to that. But, um,. But when it's, I guess, loud and an overwhelming, clear thing, at the very least, you can break down the core of like what if it's if if the thing that they're asking for is like a nonsensical thing, the core of what's making people upset, you should at least dissect that. Are people? I think that the reward for legendary sundial sucks ass. Okay. What is the core of this? I don't feel like I'm being rewarded for my time for doing a hard piece of content that I couldn't matchmake for. Ah. That's actionable. Right? Yeah. And th- some of these are really easy, Willie. Like, say... Because when you hit level 100, uh, every three levels after that, you get a loot box with mm-hmm. cosmetics and, and shaders and shit. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But what if... If you did... legend The thing I just mentioned, Legendary Sundial, you do it once... Because you ha- you can't matchmake. You have to form a party of six people for yeah. real. That takes time. That took me longer than it did to do the event, right? What did I get out of it? Shit all, right? 
You know what would be nice? If you did that, you gained a level right off. Bam. What if you did an old raid? You gained five levels. Bam. Okay, fine. Do it. Just, just turn the knob. You know? <coughs> Where can people catch more of these misadventures? They can catch more of these misadventures. This is going to be primarily Resident Evil and possibly Temtem based over at twitch.tv slash patstairset. That's not it. That's not my channel. That's twitch.tv slash angriestpat. That's the real channel. Twitch.tv slash angriestpat. That other one? That's not real. That doesn't exist. Fuck. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. This week, uh, the podcast is sponsored by Honey. And Honey is uh, an easy way to find coupon codes that work. So basically, it is an online shopping tool that's made to save you some money. Uh, the way it does it is you smear yourself with honey and then you roll around in some coupons. Not quite. It's pretty legit. Okay. Uh, one would hope that you could just use uh, Shigechi's stand to go and find those coupons. Unfortunately, we don't live in a stand world. Unfortunately, even if we did, Shigechi can't help you anymore. That's true. That's true. But honey can. Um, so basically if you're shopping on, uh, sites where you buy stuff like, you know, if you're on Target, Best Buy, Sephora, Macy's, eBay, Etsy, Walmart, etc. Uh, when you check out, a little box drops down and you basically click on apply coupons. Uh, it'll scan for every promo code on the internet and then apply whatever can help the price drop before you buy it. That's a pretty great goddamn idea, actually. It's pretty, pretty straightforward, pretty standard and, uh... That's it. It applies promo codes where you wouldn't have them and saves you money. That's a, it's, it's simple. It's legit. It's about as good as it gets. You have uh, over 18 million members and over $2 billion in savings. Right now, they support over 30,000 stores online and they're adding more every day. So um, not using it is literally passing up on free money. Uh, it installs in two clicks. You can get it for free by joining honey.com slash superbeast. Uh, that's to join uh, honey.com. Uh, join honey.com slash superbeast. Once again, get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash superbeast. Thank you, honey. Thanks, honey. The podcast is also sponsored by Native. So, um, basically, the deal is this. What is the deal? Your underarm smells like garbage. Sniff check. Could be better. Could be better. At all points in life, the answer is could be better, couldn't it? Well, let's say you wanted to make it better. What steps could you take? Well, I would suggest a deodorant that doesn't perhaps, I don't know, contain aluminum that plugs your sweat glands and keeps you from sweating. Is that how that works? That's super not great. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Native is deodorant without that because that's bad. Weird. Don't do that. <laughs> it's safe. Uh, there's no aluminum. Uh, there's no talc. There's no uh, parabens. And it's also vegan and it's never tested on animals. So don't test deodorant on animals. They're supposed don't. to smell. Don't do that. 
Um, My cat smells. It's made with stuff that you've heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. I'm aware of those things. Exactly. And you wear it every day. So you should be able to understand what you're putting on those armpits. And it works. It's aluminum-free once again. And you don't have to sacrifice performance. Keeps you smelling fresh all day long. You got uh, over 10 cents to choose from. Um, Lots of options available like coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, eucalyptus and mint. Lots of options. Something for everybody in there. Uh, Free shipping on every order. And Native offers a 30-day free returns and exchanges in the USA. So uh, by all means, check out over 9,000 five-star reviews from happy customers. Uh, Basically... Listen, I'm going to be real here. Nothing gives an otherwise positive interaction a terrible first impression than somebody smelling bad. Don't smell bad. Would you... Don't. Would you take metal and clog up your pores with it and just walk around and hope for the best? Bully, I would encase my body in a solid sheet of metal, unable to move if it meant that my bodily functions would cease secreting. I'm the wrong person to ask. Okay, so... I'm a known insane person. Okay, so you'd you ninja scroll yourself. Yes. Okay. I'm getting ready. Well, um, that's not good. That's not good for humans. Don't to, do to that. To ninja scroll yourself. Please don't. But, uh, if you want a better smelling armpit and you don't want to um, <laughs> encase yourself in metal and be defeated at the end of an anime movie and drop to the bottom of the ocean for ostensibly eternity. You should um, head out and down to nativedeodorant.com <laughs> and use promo code SUPERBEAST for 20% off your first purchase during checkout. I want Native to listen to this ad read and change their, their ad campaign and be like, just a screenshot of the end of Ninja Scroll, like, this guy didn't use Native. <laughs> basically um yeah once again that is uh nativedeodorant.com and use promo code superbeast during checkout for 20% off your first purchase thank you very much native thank you native uh the podcast is also sponsored by casper hey casper what up? Sleep. That's what's up. I recently rotated my mattress. You should rotate or flip your mattress every now and then. Well, I'll tell you what. If you got a mattress that is designed to mimic human, human curves, provide supportive they comfort. They don't mimic these curves, buddy. Then, mm. then, then <laughs> you're good to go. The Casper mattress works tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your what? Your natural geometry. I feel bad when you when you say like the Casper mattress works tirelessly. I imagine like a, like a mattress goblin, like sweating and like pushing up at the curves that I'm putting down. I mean, it's, it makes me it makes me empathize with the mattress. Fortunately, it's more like a cloud, a cloud that is just naturally okay, like mallow pushing up. Yeah, yes. just like yeah, hey. It's 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 like a Kirby. You're sleeping, this part's good too. You're sleeping on a Kirby. Oh, and it's just going poyo. Is that the noise Kirby makes? Yeah, poyo, poyo. Oh, it's not the bed. It's not your your bed doesn't go poyo. It shouldn't. Your bed makes no noise. Hopefully, because that soft 
uh, 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 memory foam does not make any creaks and springy anythings. Actually, I've been sleeping on one for a yeah, while. Yeah, memory now. foam mattresses don't. don't They're say, silent. They don't tell nobody nothing. They're. <laughs> they are. They remember, but they don't tell. Very silent. That is true. You don't hear that too often. Um, beds tend to creak. Beds tend to spring and do this and yeah. that. Uh, not Casper's. Tell you what. Nah. Um, and in addition to that, it's got a breathable des- breathable design. So you sleep cool, regulate your body temperature throughout the night. You don't have to get all hot and sticky. You don't have to get all cold. Um, and yeah, we're talking about uh, a couple of different offers in terms of like mattress types. You got the Wave. You got the Essential. You got the Hybrid. Um, tons of different uh, products as well, like pillows and sheets that ensure a better overall sleep experience designed and developed and assembled in the U.S. of A. So uh, if you want to experience uh, hassle-free returns, if you're not completely satisfied, a mattress delivered right to your door in a small box and uh, ultimately affordable prices because they're cutting out the middleman and selling it directly to you, shipping to your door. If you want to sleep on the best mattress I've ever slept on in my life, um, you can get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash super and using super at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, again, you can get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash super and using super at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks, Casper. Thank you, Casper. Looking over at your shelf, I see Resident Evil 6. Boy, I'm not looking forward to that. Boy. I want to know and play as Jake. Yeah. I know that I'm going... I know that what I've been told, but I still like the idea of a yeah, me- you're right. a melee character. Yeah, you're right. And hey. he, does, he does the tiger uppercut and like, tiger yeah, totally. shit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's time for that? It's time for the news. There's news in the world. What's happening with video games and movies and shit? Look, we talked about um, Bileth already. Bileth. Bileth. Joel, not knowing how to say Bileth's name is fucking great. Say Bileth. So we can move on with that. What we can talk about is the domino. Oh, man. I've never been so happy to see everything get delayed. The domino that ticked after last week's story. Uh, So last week we told you about the Final Fantasy VII remake and uh, then lamented about how sad that made the month of March because Cyberpunk and... Uh, It was April. April, excuse me. It was April. Within a two-week period, it was Resident Evil 3, then remake, and then Cyberpunk. Bam, bam, bam. Well... Apropos of nothing, I swear to God, nothing. Yeah. Due to its own reasons, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed to September 2020. That's crazy. <laughs> like, mere moments after Final Fantasy had ha- walked in to the bar. Hey, also, did you see Dying Light got delayed indefinitely? Whoa, I didn't. That's crazy. Yeah. Why? Why? I have a sneaking suspicion, which I uttered earlier, and now little birdies are reporting that it's because these games are being delayed so they can launch on next-gen systems. Oh, we're in that phase. We're in the phase of 
Um, hedge your bets. Yeah. Guess what, everyone? PS5 is coming out in September. You know what? Thumbs up. Get, so here's the thing about that. End of gen delay to the next gen is a gamble that pays off. Yeah, every time. Every single time. Yeah. It's smarter to do. Why would you not do that? If the time frame from... If you're looking at... So here's the problem, right? If you're looking at like your release candidate build um, almost a year in advance, what do you do? Do you spend another year paying... Uh, and adding to that project so that you can build more for it. Do you start, you know what I mean? Or uh, is the process of uh, developing and porting over to the next gen going to need as much time as it can get? Ding, 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 ding. It does. It <laughs> to make sure you're, one, dealing with the new hardware properly, two, dealing with your new compliance um, um, requirements and everything. But launch always yeah and cyberpunk gets the, the, the best of all worlds and that they get out of a shockingly crowded april for for no reason right everybody wants to build up everyone wants to play their new system yeah so they want to play your game whatever it is and on if that your system. game's good so much the better if it happens to be good that's great if your game is not good but it's on the new system uh, they might still it buy anyway. it yeah. they might still buy it so I bought Killzone Shadowfall. You did. I did. There you go. Proof right there. It's a good idea. Yeah. It's a good idea. So uh, with that, CD Projekt Red says September 17th is what's going on. Um, diving through the window like Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as FF7 shows up at the door. Then RE3 goes to answer the door. Goes, yeah, Cyberpunk's... What? <laughs> uh, not, uh, not here. Yeah, at not the, here. Like, <laughs> there they go. Um, And of course, it comes with, you know... Death uh, Crunch. It comes with <laughs> an announcement uh, from the... Uh, from uh, Marcin and Adam. Marcin? Whatever. However you pronounce it. The, 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 the people running up yeah, CD Projekt saying that they, you know, quality and playable and so yeah. on and so forth. But, you know. Now, uh, it's been reported that these devs are going to be crunching hard until September, which is long. But I would also like to actually expand. This is not technically crunch. This is what's known as Death March. Death March is when you're on crunch and then the game gets pushed back and then you still keep crunching. <laughs> In which the the end of the crunch is not even for sure. That sucks. This is very not good. You burn people out. Yeah. You burn, You've seen the, the... I've mentioned it before. You crush you, spirits. You and you the, fucking almost certainly push at somewhere at some point, push someone to the point of something illegal. Assuredly. But is it illegal in Poland? Right? So, like, every everything about that uh, 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 fucking dev is always, always crazy. I'm trying to find a screenshot. There's this screenshot of uh, the, the director of Witcher 1, 2, and 3 in interviews around the game. And for one, he looks like a normal person. And for two, he looks really tired. 
And for three, he looks like a crazed wizard. Mm-hmm. And you can see him mm-hmm. just melting mm-hmm. as these games get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing Crunch works. Well, that's not just because it works. Does it mean... Yeah, slavery built the pyramids too. Is that what we're going to go back to? Hey, Pat, you want to let everybody know what the most effective way of training people's aim is? If you have a bunch of people and you want them to get really good at hitting a target when they pick up a gun and shoot, Mm. maybe if you withheld food Oh, yes, yes, torture them, yes. And made it so that your ability to hit a target resulted in some food. Just because the number one effective way to do something doesn't make it the best way to do something. You don't remember that one, huh? I don't. I'm yeah. sorry. That was one you told me back in the day about. I'm sure I did. That yeah. does sound like something I would have read. That was some more time shit. Um, here's your gun. Go hit it. You hit the bullseye. You get your food. Hey, put the gunpowder in the food with the kids. The child soldiers. Fight hungry. <laughs> fight hard, fight hungry. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know. Sure. Crunch works. Crunch scars. No. Crunch who? A lot you of things... Are a lot of things work <laughs> yeah. that we shouldn't be celebrating. Yeah. If you punched your kid in the face when they stole a cookie, I bet they're not going to steal cookies anymore. But you probably shouldn't be punching your kids in the face. You know what? I'm going to go radical. You shouldn't punch your kids in the face. It's a bad thing to do. But what if you don't want that cookie stolen? Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I, I, there, there don't appear to be other solutions. You're just going to have to live with that stolen cookie. If stories come out about this death march being a death march, yeah. that is not going to be good for cyberpunk 2077 but it's all but i mean that was the case with the other witcher games and it's extra complicated because the reason why those games are so expensive but cost so little is because it's in poland where wages are different yeah workers rights are different but like the one silver lining is now people are more aware of and thus attentive to Devs not getting crunched. Yeah, but I mean, in the video game industry, moral outrage never changes sales. Ever. I can't think of (laughs) any. Ever. Situations. We'll see what happens when Overwatch 2 comes out. We will. There was just another piece of cyberpunk news that... But even then, I mean, Overwatch 2 is probably going to be shit, so I mean... Uh, that went hand-in-hand hand with uh, that. You know what's interesting? It affects the movie industry, but um, the movie industry has faster turnarounds. Much faster. So, like... And then it's gone faster as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's flash... Games last. Flash in the pan, Ooh. you know? You can stretch out my legs. They last because they cost you more money. Yeah, they do. Uh, the second piece of information was that the multiplayer, as a result, which was about supposed to be a year later, mm-hmm. is now uh, looking at 2020 earliest. All 2022. Right. 2022 is the earliest. Okay. So. All right. That's f- 
That's a totally different game at this point. Yeah, basically. I mean, like, they they said that... Uh, excuse me. Mm. Ah. Yeah. They said that they were going to be uh, doing a bunch of single-player extra shit that... Uh, they do that, yeah. You know, hap- that would be coming out, but like separate from that would be a multiplayer mode, and it was supposed to be a year later. Well, now it's. Now. I can't wait for the game to be finished in 2077. He said it. I said the thing. All right. Yep. Everybody's running from everyone, and they're going to keep. Who's going to be the person that delays their game? to the winter and then delays it again because winter gets too full but here's the thing no one because new consoles when you jump on that investors call (sighs) and they go why are you and they're like have it's final fantasy fucking seven and then they go what it i don't what is that listen it's the biggest game that ever was all due respect shut the fuck up no you don't get to do that okay well google it and then tell me if you think we should drop it right here, right now on this date. Google the video. Of, but I want of, my returns on this quarter. Google the video of like the easy allies guys like melting in their chairs and having full scale mental breakdowns over its announcement years ago. And tell me that you want to compete with that kind of insanity. Just like, come on. Um, here. Shall we type FF7 into Google and see how many results we're looking at? There are probably a couple results. 42,400,000. That's okay. So, who remembers Kingpin? Like, I remember Kingpin. The fleetingest memory. The fleetingest. Kingpin was a PC game I played back in the day, and uh, I remember Kingpin because, one, it was dark and gritty and had big swearing in it. And there was a poop in a toilet. Um, And you were on the streets, so there was all kinds of drug dealers and pimps up and Oh, that's crazy, man. But also, uh, pimp, (laughs) pimp, Um, but also uh, Kingpin was a game that supported a pretty high resolution output at the time. And it was like a test of like, yo, you got a new video card. You want to check cool shit out, run Kingpin. Uh huh. And I remember at my friend's place, we would use it to benchmark shit. Um, they're releasing Kingpin reloaded. I have no idea why. Why all this noise about Kingpin suddenly now? Somebody got the rights to it, I guess. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. 3D Realms. Oh. So uh, they're dropping it, and it's oh. going to be 4K60. It uh, better be. It's going to be. It's a PC game from like 97. It's ultra wide, and so on and so forth. Uh, it's. It's so weird to see this game pop up. It's got artwork associated with it that I don't remember being this cool back then. I it they might have tuned it up. It was pretty forgettable all in all. But at the time though, that edge that edge was rare. Still appreciate a good edge now and then. Yeah. It's 1999. 99? Yeah. That game came out a year after Half-Life. 
I mean, we the, were, yeah, that that like gasp laugh of <laughs> is correct. I mean, it, it you know, we were starting to get we were starting to get um, games that had like extended dialogue. In is them. this your new LP? No. <laughs> okay. We will I not, tried. I tried. We will not be playing Kingpin. That's that's quite all right. Um. Trying to grow the channel, you see. Ah, it's yes. Well, anyway, um, aside from that, there was also an announcement for a game that I think I just didn't pay enough attention because I didn't catch the second part of this. But have you heard about Code Shifter? No. Code Shifter is a trailer I watched, developed by Arc System Works, where you play as. Oh wait, maybe I did. Maybe I did. You Hold play on. as the the insurance girl. Basically, I did see a trailer for this. Remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Insurance Girl? No. From Progressive, was it? I forget. Oh, you mean Insurance? Insurance. I. Oh, know. Faith's friend from Mirror's Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you look. It looks like that. It looks like the like the like sixteen. You know, sixteen. That 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 um that that cartoon. No. Okay. Well, it was on Teletoon, and I think it aired on. This is this is going great. Whatever. Look at <laughs> look at the picture of. The I saw it. I looked oh, it up yeah. on my phone. There, it's that. I seen it. Okay, so take your totally spies and your Kim Possible. Yeah, and your 16 ben ten and your Ben ten. It really is sixteen. If you, yeah, it's it's it, that's fine. If you know sixteen, that's okay. It's on point with sixteen. Okay, and she's running around, and she's turning into tons of characters from various games. That Arc System Works have had involvement with, such as Soul Bad Guy. She just turns into Pixel Soul Bad Guy. Turns into Pixel Kunio. Uh, uh, Pixel um, um, Jin Kisaragi or uh, yeah, the fucking River City Girls. There's Potemkin. There's That's weird. Elfelt, Jubei, Abobo, Eno. That's weird. Yeah. And you can call them in as strikers too, and they do stuff. Um, there's a bunch of dragon, uh, double dragon characters in there. There's blaze blue characters. There's guilty gear characters. There's um, characters from what the fuck is that? River City? No, uh, I mean I'm not. I can't see what you're looking. Okay, well, there's a giant sumo. There's a bunch of shit in there. Bunch of crazy. That's shit. That's weird, right? But at the end of the trailer, it because it's they're doing all these little sprites, right? And they're almost like um, Cuneo style sprites for, for every character as the basis like you know how like capcom does like Mega Man style sprites right yeah. for like a bunch of characters that are not whatever so that that's kind of what they're doing here with a like, kunioism um but at the end of the trailer and this part i guess i just didn't pay attention to because i kind of clicked through saw it and went okay cool uh, this game the, the, who cares about that part the, there's a fucking versus mode at the end where yeah. you play as all of those guest characters oh, in cool. a four player battle oh cool mode. arc system smash bros arc, arc system 8 bit smash bros yeah, damn nailed it character list includes soul bad guy kai kiske uh, dizzy elfelt faust rivals Jam. of arc system works aether yeah so about 7 or 8 characters from guilty gear 7 or 8 characters from blaze blue um, Kunio, Double Dragon, River City Girls. Uh, That's good. And more that I don't know. Oh, this is tangentially related. Did you hear they changed the ending to River City Girls? Yes. Isn't that crazy? An update happened that changed it, which means I gotta go. I gotta go check out what that was. 
it's yeah. better. Yeah, I like it a little better. Okay. Um, I kind of wanted to just play through and get it, but I don't know if I'll get the time, so I might just go watch it. I'll just go watch it. I'll just go watch it. It's like ninety seconds. Yeah. So Code Shifter, yeah. Arxis Smash Bros, but also sixteen the quest. Uh, this. Mm-hmm. I have a news story that you probably didn't catch. It's not a big one. We can quickly run through it. But uh, The Last of Us just put up a bunch of Last of Us 2, like, uh, you know, the page on their website for sure. asking for people to come work on the game. Yep. Uh, listed uh, must-have NVIDIA, DirectX 12, and PC experience uh, for the game. Okay. And... What if the dev kit is just... A- there There have also been... Uh, flutterings about other sony back projects yeah it looks like maybe the ps5 is just a computer it looks like that sony games or sony second party games or whatever are going to start coming off that platform and onto the pc or some shit well if a next gen platform is about to drop horizon horizon's coming to pc horizon's coming to pc if if we're about to move off of the ps4 yeah like why not why not just do it everything's everything now the one console future is inverting to become the no console future which is becoming the all console future well if everyone looks at pc and goes that's not a threat it's not the same audience then we kind of get there anyway don't we yeah but also you get there late uh possibly badly ported yeah Iceborne's some fun. With fucking goofy shenanigans, but also mods. Yeah. Mods are good. Who doesn't like mods? So the Master Race will actually be the inferior... They will integrate, assimilate. No, the Master Race will actually turn out to be the the inferior, uh, weaker, late race that will be unable to, like... It'll be calcium deficient. But... It will have everything. What are we talking about? I'm saying the PC Master Race. Okay. Just checking. It's like you thought <laughs> they were, the PC Master Race thought they were superior to all. Yeah. And then it, it's going to turn out that like, yes, you do have everything, but mm. you're getting it late, mm. sometimes busted. Well, here's the thing though. And maybe wearing a clown hat. Here's the thing though. If the PS5 is literally just a PC... And the Xbox, the the Scarlet looks to be literally just a PC, right? There's no reason for these games to come out late or fucked up at all. No, there's no reason, but, but you they will, will still see it. You're right? Oh, I hate it. I hate it. There's no reason. Oh, it sucks. But oh, it will happen. Oh, this sucks ass. Oh, yeah. bummer. I mean, you'll get your 4K60 eventually. <sighs> but I'm going to get it. Until then, your patience is required. As we acquire funds. Yes. And acquire somebody who knows how to make this NVIDIA card work. Yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah. The most popular video card in the world. But it's nice. It's nice that everyone sees PC as a friend. Yay. Thanks, PC. And I think as well, um, people that just kind of... Because for a while it was like, hey, PC people, just you're not, you want to play this game, you got to buy the system. Too bad. And now it's like, just wait a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Wait a little bit. So holding out actually was, you know, I, I get it. I get it. But it's still going to make it difficult for me to decide what platform to play certain games on when I announce I'm going to play them. Yeah, well, 
recording ease is my number one concern at this point. As it should. Ninja Theory has announced their new project. Experimental title, Project Mara. Okay. Uh, It's about the Dick Demon? They dropped a little teaser for it. You know what? It might be about the Dick Demon. (laughs) But to be fair, there's also a gross Mara from Indivisible. Yeah. Who is a, like, fat guy with huge nipples. And, like, he's really gross. Those nipples are dicks. And um, he kind of reincarnates as, like, a fucking slime. Dick Demon. I kind of prefer the Dick Demon. Yeah. It's just so wholesome because it's like a screaming green penis on a chariot. I mean, shit. It's going to lick you. Like, let's say you were to Google Indivisible Mara. You'd be careful. (laughs) You'd be careful what you're Googling. You'd see... uh, You'd see... Like... This guy. Okay, I'm I'm doing it myself. Oh, oh, yeah. Mmm, big old nasty. Several thousand years old. Big old nasty, nasty. <laughs> Some old nippos. Yep. Don't like that. All right. Enjoy that. Enjoy that, everybody. Oh, they're really big. What's up with that? Why are they so pronounced? Because he's gross. All right. Fuck. Go back. <laughs> uh oh, my monitor just fucked up. Hold on a second. Good job. The nipples destroyed your monitor. They were too powerful. Too powerful. Alright. So as I was saying, Project Mara. Any details about what the fuck it is? Uh, There's a small trailer. Um, uh, It's a little teaser and it appears to just show... Uh, kind of horror vibey, um, like a hallway, and then a close up on some text, um, and then actually no wait that's live action. There's a brain scan, mental constructs distracting herself, and then there's a shot of a CG face breathing in terror, and then like looking behind her to see a reflection of something all messed up. Okay, cool horror game. So it might. Uh yeah, and and you know what? Seeing as uh there were like aspects to Senua's sacrifice that like could have gone horror. Yeah, I could I could see that working out. I could see that working out. Um, I will await it with bated breath. I liked I liked I liked Hellblade. I think. yeah, from what I played at Hellblade, it was really cool. Yep. So good on good on them. Nice step up. We also got, uh, real quick, a couple other quick announcements. Um, a new Captain Subasa game out of fucking nowhere. What? Why? <laughs> because <laughs> because Shaolin Soccer never got a fucking game. All right. But Captain Subasa, the longest running, goddammit, it won't end anime slash manga series uh, about a soccer kid. New kicks with soccer and there's birds and yep. animals. Yep. So now we're getting the game and the game, guess what? It's a crazy ass soccer game and you kick the ball and it glows and turns into fire and then there's teleporting right, and there's take a look at this. like dudes are sliding and doing, yeah, big old Phoenix kicks and it's wild. It's anime as fuck. Oh, he, take a look at this. Big tiger ball, burning tiger kick ball. Like it is, 
it is Shaolin soccer, right? Um, but it's, oh wow, that looks incredible. But then again, Shaolin soccer is just Captain Tsubasa. Let's be real. It's just I've never actually seen Captain Tsubasa. And yeah, that looks Shaolin incredible. Soccer. Yeah, it looks nuts. It's hyper crazy anime soccer. Uh, hey, look, I might play that, even though it's soccer. Enjoy your anime soccer. Um, when we can get that Prince of Tennis game, we deserve destroy the dinosaurs and shit. Well, we'll see how this performs. <laughs> we'll see how everyone feels uh, about football. That Prince of Tennis shot, that's the tennis shot that killed the dinosaurs, yeah. is my favorite anime ever, moment ever. For a manga that's been running <laughs> for this long, that has so much clout, it's kind of amazing how little play it gets. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. It is weird. In general. I can't think of any other Captain Tsubasa games. I'm sure surely there are untranslated ones On by the, the dozens. Or whatever. By the dozens. But I have I have not heard of any in at least decades. Plural. It's anime's time to shine with soccer. You know? Um, it's crazy. Let's get all the sports animes turned into games. We could get some fucking good-ass arcade fucking sports games again. There's an Ice Shield 21 game that was not what I hoped it would be. Alright, well, I mean, yeah. Could have been cool. What about, uh, what's the basketball one? Um, there's many. There's Real, there's Slam Dunk. Slam Dunk, that's the one I'm thinking of. There's a couple places you can go with that. That's the one I was thinking of. Well, you know, there's others. Because it's the One Punch Man. What about, um... Prince about, of Stride. When, yeah, what about free? When are we going to get that free swimming game? That's money. It's a lot of money in that free swimming game. Hey, they figured out water back on, um, you know, Wave Race. Yeah, but you got to get the glisten just right. It's not about the water. It's about the glisten. It's about how the water lands on the surfaces. That's right. Yeah. All the surfaces. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, Yeah, man. That's where we're at. Epo's had many games. You don't have to worry They're not too much good. about that. It's had many. And they tried. They tried many trying. variations, and it's not no. They'll they'll maybe one day. Boo. Sad. There. No. What are you thinking? What's going in your brain? There's that anime one where it's the little girls playing basketball. She got into Dengeki Bunko fighting climax though. Anyway. Oh, yeah, God. My only point of reference is playing Dengeki Bunko fighting Climax twice, and there being a little girl that was a basketball girl. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That was a... She was from a basketball game. How is there no big, like, baseball thing that is not a game on this budget level, you know? I don't know. Because baseball... People like playing baseball. People also love, apparently, to cheat while playing baseball, which is really funny. You see the current baseball scandal? Everybody's cheating and stealing signs. Uh, stealing signs? Yeah. What's that? Okay, so it's really funny. Because otherwise I would never pay attention to a sports story ever. Yeah. Except the actual scandal mirrors the plot of Yakuza 5 so explicitly. I heard That one, it is astonishing. I heard one funny story about this, but I don't know the deal with it. But what is stealing a sign? Stealing a sign is really simple. You steal the catcher's sign or the pitcher's sign as to what pitch is coming. They're... Steal as in you know what they mean? Yeah. Stealing signs is... Uh, 
all pitchers and catchers have their secret language. Yeah. That they talk to each other in. Yeah. You set up a video camera and you watch them. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Oh, and then you just... Then you disseminate that. it to your team. Oh, that's illegal? That's super illegal. Oh. It's, it's also... Interesting. I thought if someone had really good memory, they could have just paid attention to that so that it would be on the catcher to switch it up constantly. Yeah. Except think about where people are actually standing in a baseball yeah. or, like circle. How far away they are. Yeah. Right? You would not be able to catch that in a game, in one game, or even many games, unless you were laser focused. Yeah, on it. and like they do the little things, like tug the hat, or they, it, or, say, or like yeah. one, two, three. And you're especially not supposed to wear wires that buzz you to tell you what pitch is coming. Oh, uh, <laughs> so that's why. Okay, so because the part of the story I heard, and now you've just connected the dots. I heard the part of the story where there was some guy that did something amazing and he hit a ball and it went really good. And then after everyone was celebrating and then they came up to him and he was like, don't touch me. Don't, don't touch, touch me. me. And then he went into the locker room yeah. and then he came back out and celebrated and everyone was like, the fuck? And then later on, they're like, dude, what the fuck was that? And he's like, oh, oh yeah, it's, uh, you know, because yeah. they're, they're going to pull his shirt off or something when yeah. they were like ruffling him, him up. And uh, he's <laughs> like, no, you know, like my, my wife hates it when my shirt comes off, you know. Yeah. It was, I was embarrassed. Was, I don't uh, know. But like in the moment, he was just like, don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> Full on Norman Reedus. And it's like the team that got caught is like, dude, there's so many other teams doing this. This team's doing it. This team's doing it. And now you got sports fans going through photos of people at games and be like, wow, there are shit zillion players with really suspicious wrinkles on one of their shoulders where you would put, I don't know, a wire and you just buzz yeah. a rhythm to you know You buzz what's the whole team to know what's in coming. like Morse or something that's, that's like crazy. fastball's coming. Wow. <laughs> I guess. But you see it's so weird to me because like okay, now that I know that that's the 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 the, the established system, I know that that's bullshit. Yeah, so when you started it's like well, a good player would be able to read the signs if he watches a lot of match videos yeah. and you're right. But this is obviously cheating. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to this crazy level of like, yeah, that's that's terrible. Now, I guess what I'm wondering is, can't you just like improve the secrecy of the call? I don't know, man. Should they not be allowed to secretly communicate then? Well, n no, they shouldn't because it's like the rules are written in a vacuum where it's like, no, you shouldn't be able to do that. And other people shouldn't do this either. Okay, well, and wait. then it becomes, well, well people are doing well, it. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because now we have a slippery slope. Yeah. What is the history of the catcher signaling the pitcher? They, they do it. And then the... When did that start? Did that start? That's the, that... the genesis of baseball. That's the rules. Hide the pitch. Okay. Make it, tell the catcher what pitch is coming. Yeah. So the catcher can fucking catch it. Okay. Right? Now, why... Uh... Should and I they do change their signs. Wait, doesn't the catcher do the symbol and then the pitcher accepts? It, it's a, it, it appears. I've always seen the catcher crouch doing the finger thing. Yeah. And then the pitcher goes, no, no, yes. I believe, I, I, dude, at this point, I'm not sure, but I know that it is a back and forth. It is a communicative thing. Okay. It's really funny because, like, the plot line in Yakuza 5 is literally a guy gets kicked out of baseball out of one game because he hits a pitch he shouldn't be able to. And the assumption is that he stole the sign. So the catcher, the, yeah, the catcher calls the sign and then the pitcher chooses yes or no. Yeah. And then does it. Now, 
what I'm wondering, I guess, is, is why don't you just have them buzz each other? Shouldn't it, sh- are they allowed? Is that is stealing a sign? I guess they are. But if they did, then you would hear about teams like hijacking the signal out of the air. Okay, because that's the thing, right? If we're talking about like someone overheard the play. Okay, I got. If stealing signs is a part of baseball, right? I have a I have a clarification as to what exactly the dugout of the opposing team was being shown live feeds of the catcher signals from a camera in the center field stands. Okay, okay, okay. That is so, so obviously cheating. But here's the, but, <laughs> so someone saying that stealing signs is a part of baseball. Like in terms no, of that's like cheating is a part of sports. But, but that that's the same argument. Helping ta- using technology <laughs> to help you do some bullshit like that is a ridiculous step, right? Yeah. But you would agree probably that if you did not uh, use that tech, if you were just eyeballing it from your place on second base, yes. And if you had somebody whose job it was to sit there and figure that out, and then they did it without tech, how would you feel about that? What if someone? What if the Bat Boy sat there and he he looked at the catcher's hands and then he would tell the others hey, via his own? Guess what? This is where we get into the, the the argument that hey, we talked about soccer just now, right? Yeah, football actually. Footy, yeah. Footy. Football. Footy has a long-standing argument between everybody who cares about footy and everybody who don't care about footy. Yeah, and that's diving, right? Yeah, diving is the most. Diving will put people who would normally watch it off, right? Mm-hmm. And diving is so regularly shamed in other sports. Yeah. And I had a really good conversation with a bunch of people many years ago who explained to me what the mental process is. And it's very simple. It's about sportsmanship and about what your view of what sportsmanship actually is in the terms of professional sports. Uh-huh. Is rule breaking bad on its own? Mm-hmm. Is it just immoral mm-hmm. and unsportsmanlike? And something that no one should do. Yeah. Or is rule breaking a resource for teams to use mm-hmm. in order to get an advantage over the other teams as long as everyone is doing it? So the problem is that it should be the former, but it becomes the latter when the meta. Because everyone's cheating. When the meta develops. Yeah. Right. And so when the NFL takes years to update their rules and eventually says, fine, you can use a timeout to get a play reviewed yeah. because our stupid refs don't have the <laughs> eyes we thought they did. Yeah. Right. A blatant moment of call it in the air. Tails. It's heads. What? Yeah. Heads it is. And you're like, I, I said and everyone heard it. And then the ref's like, nope. Yeah. Fuck you. We get can we replay that, right? So if the meta in baseball is in fact that you're supposed to try and figure out what these com- this this communication crack the code and then you're going to go to the lengths you need to do to crack that code. There's no upper limit on the tech you're allowed to use to crack the code. Right. Right. But now if, Does that mean that people are allowed to hit the upper limit on hiding the code? Yes, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So now why not upgrade and this the lead, code? This leads – so you know what's funny, Wooly? You are going down a path that you have mocked me for in the past. A hundred percent. Because the path that you are on right now is leads escalation. To, leads to we should just force them full of drugs and make it blood sport. I think like that's where this goes. If you're telling me that the game has if you're telling me the game has changed, right? Everyone is cheating. Every, you can't pull it out because it's a soft rule. Yeah. Right? It's a soft part of the game. Then why can't the pitcher and catcher 
actually have their own updated tech yeah. to signal each other. What's with- Why can't they have brain implants to transmit the thoughts? Well, I was going to say little bits, little shoe tap buttons. Oh, yeah? Toe buttons. Oh, yeah. Tap your toe on this. Tap right? your toe pop, on pop, that. Pop, 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 well, pop, pop. here's the thing. Well, like, how would that transmit? A signal? Yeah. Does it then become against the rules to hijack the picture signal? Uh, encrypt it. Get well, out. Does it become against the rules to break that encryption? You're not going to break that encryption. Wooly, there are a lot of dollars riding <laughs> on these games, man. <laughs> We can hire some Ukrainians. <laughs> Why are there all these Ukrainian scientists in the dugout? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> they got a little lab set up. Or do you think they're polishing the bats with some new special oil? <laughs> I mean, look. The game is the game, right? That the natural evolution of the game. Do you embrace it or do you die like a dog? Yeah. What are we doing here? It's sad to me. I don't think anybody should cheat. I think everybody should play their hardest and do their best. And I understand how laughably naive that is. I think as long as the grays, this technology was introduced within the gray. And oh my god, I thought, oh man, I thought you were going to say, as long as the grays continue to control professional sports, and you were going to start talking about how the UFOs are telling people who wins at baseball. Okay, listen, no, the gray <laughs> areas of um, of sports... If they are the meta and the people who make the rules, because here's what's actually the right, what should actually happen is that the P, the MLB, the uh, FIFA, yeah, um, NFL, all these NHL, leagues yeah. need to just update their rules correctly immediately to reflect that cheating is bad and you should not do it. Yeah. So the t- and rules exist, and if you break the rules, that's bad. I should I, like I'm of the opinion that uh, a team gets caught and it's the whole team, right? Mm-hmm. Kicked out of the league. I mean, look, just just flat. Or you know what? Yeah. Well, the team's not kicked out of the league, but every player involved is. Look, that's not the way this works. You're out of your mind. The owners of the teams and the teams themselves are a franchise, a business, and a city fucking moneymaker. Yeah. You find them, and is how this goes, right? Because the, that's what you do. You find teams. You find you just you, they have to pay. I them. prefer if they killed the teams, not right. the people. The team. The. The team, not the people. Yeah, well, tell that to the fucking uh, 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 whatever that soccer team was from that South American country. That fucking anyway, there's a team that got wiped out for losing. Yeah, too hard. It was pretty crazy. But anyway, all that to say that you you have two choices, right? It's the league has to update their their shit to say that don't don't fucking know, right? You have to make a call on what that what that is you can make a call on it now if you're playing football like american football and you can hear the 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 calls because the guy's talking too loud right in there in the huddle yeah or even better yet when he goes blue 42 and you 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 come to learn what blue you're 42 familiar means. with that team you play right like, you know, then good for you yeah 
I, I mean, literally, there was a point where um, if you're using drones to eavesdrop on. <laughs> so my old team. So when we when uh, when I played right, I remember specifically that we would use uh, four digit numbers with like another word. So the first word would be specifically for. Uh, the running back and the fullback. Uh-huh. And then there would be four digits called out. And those would be the routes. Sure. So if they went 28-28, it means your outside receivers run two. And then your other outside receiver runs eight. And Got then the it. inside runs one, two, eight. Yeah, exactly, right? Sure. So you're just giving them the numbers. And, and every team's going to have a slight, slight variation on the code. And everyone means, knows what yeah. those routes are. Yeah, totally. Right? So uh, if you eventually over time are able to determine what that is that's just you playing rain man watching the sport you know is that not allowed no that should be allowed. right so but using i mean it's 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 a real obvious thing of like luckily you know there's there is a blurry line somewhere in there yeah and it, it usually goes on i'll know it when i see it luckily the line is no you're never near the line ever the line is either safely in distance or so far behind you you can't see it anymore so there's a rule in the nfl where anything that seems like it's outside the rule book can uh result in the refs penalizing okay so the refs discretion refs discretion sure right that's you know what and that's probably playing it safe until you pay them until or you (laughs) use a timeout yeah to have them check the footage on it yeah right but until the mlb steps in all right and makes the call Shoe tap tech, All right. wristbands, cyber baseball. All right. I have a new meta. The new meta for baseball. Is everyone ready? All right. The Cubs are a baseball team, yes? Yes. Cubs for bears, right? They're Right? Or yep. whatever? Yep. Okay, so here's what you do. If, say, the Cubs were to be caught cheating... Their next game must be played against a team of Bears. And they have to do the whole nine innings. This means the teams with shitty mascots that are harmless will have an advantage. How's Washington? I don't know what they got. What do they got? Redskins? Still? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I bet that would work out great. Hey, guys, you want to have a violent blood sport against the team that still uses this name? Let's go. Yeah, that gets a little complex the further you go out into the fringes. Yeah. You know. What about teams that have mascots that aren't real? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure a 49er is a reference to... A minor. A minor. Yeah. Yeah. Get some some big ass dudes with pickaxes in there. But what's a seventy sixer? Seventy sixer? Yeah, I don't know, guys. What's a seventy sixer? One, two, three, four, five sixers. Ten, nine, eight, seventy sixers. I have no idea. Nineteen seventy seventeen seventy six. Oh, it's the founding fathers. Oh. oh. I see. Reanimation jutsu. We pulling coffins up out of the ground. Yo, Ito Tensei. Yo, you know who I want to see? <laughs> yeah. I want to see the Ottawa Senators against the Ottawa Senators. That, that's okay. That'd All be right. dope. Okay. What's a spur? That's a it's a thing you put on your your boot. Yo, yeah. Yeah. 
Now what? You'll have to have spur firing machines that can stand in at the various bases that will fire spurs at all players. I just want to get to a blood sport. Rams would be fun. You really want it badly. Dude, it'd be so cool. Dolphins, sure. Dolphins on the field? What are you going to do? Tape baseball bats to their mouths? I mean, it's Miami's problem. I guess, I guess it is. <laughs> Let them no, figure it I, out. You know what? The the MLB will mandate an underwater baseball stadium be built to okay. accommodate the Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, wait, stop. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay. What do they got? The Lightning. The Lightning? <laughs> All right, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Just give them a little zap at the plate. Yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, well. The XFL had the rage. Wow. What do you interpret that to be? Hey, can you remember the only movie the XFL has ever appeared in? Movie. That's right. Feature film. Movie. Would it be that that one where there was a terrorist at the football game? No. I think it was not the Van Damme movie or whatever. No? Okay. It just It's a Schwarzenegger movie. The XFL and Schwarzenegger. The timeline for that would be possibly true lies way later it's the sixth day <gasps> i never saw that in the sixth day a football player in the xfl gets horribly tackled and breaks his neck uh... and then they kill him and then they clone him because he's an asset and that's the beginning of the movie i fucking never saw this that's what i you know what that's the movie i was trying to remember Yo, that movie sucks i i was i'm like wasn't there like a thing, and it was like a name that was like, it was like a, I can't, it was like, was it Apocalyptica? It's like, no, it wasn't Apocalyptica. That's the Mel Gibson. I'm like, well, it was And I was trying to remember the name of the movie. It was The Sixth Day. Was, the Sixth yeah. Day yeah. is a terrible movie yeah, yeah, yeah. that, much like the RoboCop remake, has one moment in it that is like genuinely, horrifically, existentially terrifying. Because the main villain, he, he just keeps cloning himself every time he dies. And the clone technology in that is that you look in a little, uh, you look into a virtual boy and it snapshots your memories from that period. And that's what they load into the clone. Later on in the movie, he fucks up and the clone comes out too early and he's all melted and bullshit. And he's like, fuck, I got to clone myself again. Right. And he clones himself again. And then the perfect clone walks out and starts like berating the melted one and like stealing his clothes and being like, wow, wh who the fuck are you? You fucking asshole. And it's like, and he's like, no, no, but I, it's, I'm me. And it's like the first time two clones from successive generations have interacted. And it's, it's horrible. It's nightmarish. Wow. Okay. Don't cloning yourself and putting your memories in the clone does not extend your life. Wasn't that is it, not it, how that works. Isn't that the new Paul Rudd movie? I don't know. Yeah, there's a new Paul Rudd movie that's that. Okay, is that like multiplicity with with he's with got Batman? A, he's, he's got to fight himself. Okay, because he's like a schlub, but there's a better version of him trying to replace him. Okay. Uh, yeah, if we can bookend that mascot discussion, I think I think our, a nice little end all be all would be Montrealers versus Canadians. Well, that'd get real awkward that real would get, fast. Yeah, it wouldn't be a nice one. It wouldn't be a nice one. Time to start throwing down against some family members. <laughs> <laughs> 
Seattle would just have a battle with sound because supersonics would just blast them with fucking <laughs> would literally just like they just mock shockwaves. Yeah. And they'd have to stand up and get annihilated by sound. There's that. So, you know. Well, anyway. Captain Tsubasa is coming out this year. He'll fight you with his magic powers of soccer and or footy. If the rules won't update to say fuck diving, then what are you, what are you supposed to You know what I mean? Like, because it's I think that every every soccer player, basketball player, hockey player, or football player that fakes a dive and clutches their knee and find and gets found out to have dived should have a person come onto the fucking field with a hammer and smash their knee to pieces. I mean, the argument that rules are meant to be broken is like in sports. It's like, yeah, God, like, yeah, that's just shitty, you know? And Hey, right. How do you feel about coaching? Well, yeah, it's make a call, make a call. That's all I'm saying. If you don't make a call, then you can't blame players when they try to circumvent. Yeah. I've said it like twice already, and I'm going to say it for the third time. The Chappelle. And I will say this. Modern problems. You absolutely can blame everyone every time. What am I supposed to do? Not take drugs to run the Tour de France? Look at Neil. He's going. Yeah, you're not. You're not supposed to. Fuck off. It was a Tour de France where, like, after Neil Ar- not Neil Armstrong, that's Lance. Lance Armstrong got uh, demoted because of the drugs. They couldn't verify whether or not everyone who would have gotten the, the consolation prizes it was went also down, not on drugs. It went down to 13th place. So, like, the, the, the events essentially have no winners for a decade. <laughs> They they like they had to drop it to the nearest non-using, and it's like wow that that placer. that killed that fucking event because it's a farce. So you you know what are the rules? Well, yeah, what are you gonna what do you want to do? Anyway, um, so it's almost as if the people playing to win have no core values. Play to win. Right? Yeah. But if you do... If you do have a core value. One core value. It might be... Uh, time for you to pony up $80. Uh-huh. Excuse me, $89. Uh-huh. To buy the fourth season pass for Dead or Alive 6. Oh, wow. Uh, I think we're going for... What kind of costumes we're looking at? Uh, maids. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's attractive. Uh, there were some maid outfits in the previous... previous. But these are different maid outfits? But these are different maid outfits. The old ones are French. These ones are what? These ones are floral and sometimes pink. Oh, that's cute. It's mainly French, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Why are French maids so much more attractive than other maids? What is it about that particular outfit? Uh, I guess it's a, 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 a an aura of like class and nobility and whatever that mm. image is. It's probably just the skirt. I mean, do, 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 does any other maid have a uniform besides? Well, a bar- if you make them, yeah. Besides a barmaid, mm. you know, 
Like I can't, and that's the same thing too, right? <clears throat> More or less, barmaid slash um um like wench outfit yeah. type of thing. Yeah. What happened to wenches? Are wenches still a thing? Uh, not here. Or are we like 180 years out of date on We're, wenching? No, wen- wenches are gone. Okay. You what you do wenches for a throwback? You don't have real ones that much really anymore what are you even saying with your words i'm saying wenches <laughs> what what happened to wenches <laughs> wenches what? went away okay hooter still exists it sure does but otherwise okay you gotta go over to scandinavia or germany probably and go to a throwback bar yeah where they do it for the throwback yeah okay that's what i'm trying to say or play ff7 sure um or or witcher 2 one one one's big old wenching yeah one um i don't like the word that i'm using as a verb i don't like it I'm too late it's far too late dead or alive six appears to be mm, aiming for the top and by the top i mean uh the record for the most expensive fighting game uh i it's think- gonna be a long while yet before it beats that train simulator I know the train simulator is not a fighting game, but in terms of DLC packages, yeah, that train shit. What's the what's the cost at? I don't know, like thirteen hundred dollars. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Didn't Project Cars also have some stupid shit? I don't remember. I don't know anything about Project Cars. Okay. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Well, at least for as far as fighting games go, um, I think we're currently at four hundred dollars. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, main game plus three hundred forty dollars in passes. Listen, there's a costume for every waifu and a waifu for every player. When are we just going to see the Dead or Alive porn game? 2026. I feel like that's just bank that they're just sitting on once the, the like, it's it's there, right? 100%. Like, some kind of regulation comes down they from already Sony have... that's like, yeah, we're letting porn games on the platform now. They already own the name Extreme. They do. And no, it wouldn't be on consoles. No, it would be on the PC. It would be straight to PC. And it'd be a VR game. It'd be uh, probably Kickstarted. Yeah. No, they don't need to Kickstart. No, they. I, mean, I guess not. But but if you do Kickstarter, you get rich for free. So why wouldn't you? Yeah, maybe. Here, oh man, you could you could just do those stretch goals. Would <laughs> be some real stretch goal, but. <laughs> But, um, mm-hmm. like, it would literally just be, here's the, the cast DOA one, and then, like, a million extra dollars per girl. See, back in the day, <laughs> price on the girls, yeah. You know, uh, back in the day, Itagaki was around, and he kind of was um, setting himself up as, like, the protective father of the Dead or Alive franchise. Boy, do I, everything about that feels horrible well, when you're truth. saying that. And as a result, there was a little bit of a, now, now, you can see the merchandise a little bit, but hey, let's not get too gross, right? You guys like samurai swords? Yeah. (laughs) There was that, right? There was a vibe of like, hey, these are my girls. Fuck off. Yeah, these are mine. This is the limit. I own them. You're allowed to see this much. I will only let you see this much of my girl. For this much money. We can talk later. Yeah, this actually seems way skeezier. But now, with him gone, the girls are up for grabs. 
I guess they are. There's no uh, custody? No. Oh, Jesus. So the property... You're just going for max awfulness on this Better alive as an IP <laughs> is just worked on by people that don't have that attachment yeah. and protective feeling about the characters. They could just sell them whatever. Coming to PC in 2027. The, I think the worst part about this is the way that you're describing it sounds like a producer is like yelling at Kasumi to get into a maid costume. Well, yeah. Except, I mean, either way, there's no choice in the When's matter. the DLC that comes out that makes the characters unhappy to be in the costumes? <laughs> <laughs> like $10 to have them visibly complain. But then you get to make them happy by right. dating and turning it around and giving them little gifts. And then you buy one of them a little box and hey, it's a little teddy bear. And oh, then wow. Now they're happy about it. I'm so uncomfortable. Uh, good for Dead or Alive, though. Man, they're making money. That gift. They know their audience. That gift is just a vial. There's a vial in there. That'll make you happy. What's a speculum? Did I say even the right word? Hold on. Should I look this up? Yeah, fuck it. Hmm. That gift is a spoon. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. It's a medical tool for investigating orifices. It's when you got to know. You absolutely got to know. Hear that, guys? No bar for cannibalism this week! Kasumi got a spoon. Now she gets her belt. Enjoy. That's how you make them happy to wear I'm costumes. not connecting it, which is making me even scareder. <laughs> I I like like I think when people are talking when about When you want your girls to wear the things that they're they don't want to wear. Oh fuck this. Perhaps you can facilitate it with some drugs to make them happy to wear the things. Isn't that already in the game? What? I think there's, in Dead or Alive Extreme, What are you whatever, talking about? I think there's, like, a fucking, like, gel that you put on the girls to make them extra no, happy and bouncy. No, 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 no. Come on now. That's not... That's Softening not. gel. Hold on. DOA. Softening gel. Softening gel. DOA Extreme 3 Softening gel. Softening gel. What do the lotions do? There are many. Facts. Plural. Lotions with an S. Softening gel will make the breast jiggle more. Hardening will do the opposite. Softening lotion is weird and kind of makes the breast more heavy. So they sit into a swimsuit more. Or if there's no support, they sag more. Same with lying on their back. Hardening lotion is the opposite and kind of locks the shape in. So they don't sit I can't do it. I can't Oil do it. I can't do it. Oil is the nope. jiggle for the backside. Nope. Liquid is the same as the breast lotion, but for the side. Nope. There are no, I... which... You're muted. So at level excitement... You're muted. I'm muting you. I am... I can't hear those, what you're saying. But you're the muted. standard ones... Last 
You don't get to mute me in the thing that you started when it becomes too much for you. This is your fault. I didn't pay for that. Now let's let's get some lotion and soften this podcast up. Speaking of dead and not alive, (laughs) death comes true is uh, a new live-action FMV game by uh, Kazutaka Kodaka, the the guy who made Danganronpa. Cool! It is a live-action adventure, and it looks to be very reminiscent in live-action of um, almost like 999 in a way, because there is a, like, elaborate-looking, like, room. I just think live-action games are cool, man. Um... Japanese guy and girl, they're running down a hallway and then they're in this like big elaborate dining room type thing and then they're in a junkie room. Cool. And then there's going to be some mysteries to solve. I want to solve some mysteries. Chiaki Kuriyama, aka Gogo Yubari, uh-huh. is in this as well. And uh, who knows? Maybe it'll be like, uh, what was it called? Late, not late night. What was it? Ah, that other FMV game that fucking came out on, on Steam. I don't know. FMV games, I dig them. I'm down. They're cool. I'm, I'm, yeah. I saw 428 Shibuya Scramble on my PC. I still have to get Late to it. Shift. Late Shift. That's the game. The trailer ends with main character pulling a gun out and pointing it at his head. Cool. In a threatening manner. Cool. Memory queering. Oh, that fucking game. All right, let's get out of here. But before we do, real quick, there is a uh, quick PSA. No need to worry. Within three hours of Dragon Ball Kakarot coming out, Untitled Goose was modded into the game. That's correct. I saw this. Okay. It's incredible. Uh, Untitled Goose can fight. Untitled Goose exists and is able to... Do everything that Goku can do, effectively. So, and this is hours after the game came out. Uh, Hard cut to days later, and we now have... God, what don't we have? Uh, We've got somebody working on... Uh, I want Untitled Goose being modded in the games to be like a thing. The thing, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Want this to be the thing. But in the meantime, here is Shaggy, playable. Sick. Doing his Dragon Ball Kakarotting. Seeing Kakarot, there's this uh, lady researcher that has a suspicious similarity to one from a fighting game. Mm-hmm. I saw that. That's good. Uh, same modder, uh, Beats, is also working on Supersonic. Sick. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. Supersonic flying around, doing what he does. And unlike Untitled Goose, who has no animation. Oh, sick. I don't know if you saw it moving, but Untitled Goose has no animation whatsoever. Oh, that's that's the best. It's the best, right? Uh, Sonic is totally flying and fighting and doing... Sonic looks like pretty impressive, actually. (laughs) Untitled Goose is just fucking floating around there. That's great. Yeah. Uh, It's like Kuma from uh, Fighters Megamix. And... uh, after Sonic came CJ from yeah. GTA, who is also fully animated 
Here we go again. And doing Kaioken's and Kamehameha's and getting tired That's and doing great. everything. That's just great. So we're at peak Kakarot. Yeah. Days. Days. People have been waiting for this, basically. And prepped themselves to drop the drop it in as the second it fucking dropped. There's someone out there who had the goose ready and waiting and downloaded the game, bought it, and started modding without ever booting it up. <laughs> that's that's the speed we're talking about. Who needs to play games? Just mod them. Trend of Untitled Goose would be fantastic. Oh, I, I love it. Uh, if you got an email, you can send it over to castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. That's castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. We got some emails this week? I'm sure we do. Hit me with an email, sir. All right. One email. A couple of people wrote in with their hustles. Oh, dude. And hustle adjacent discussions. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I like those. King of Beggars here got a personal story about how razor thin the line between scam and hustle can get. I'd like to stop you right there. Perfect name. For a hustle email. Perfect. All right, let's go. So when I was a kid, my dad, who was an actual legitimate criminal. (laughs) This is a good start. Used to have a hustle that involved the entire family. We grew up with a local branch of the Salvation Army in Goodwill. uh, Would have donation spots in nearly every grocery parking lot of the city. They'd park a truck full, uh, a, tr- a full truck trailer in the at the far end of the lot. People would bring whatever they wanted to donate and leave it outside the truck. Workers would come back later in the day, gather them up, and store them in the truck and leave. Mm-hmm. Once those were things were on the truck, they were clearly the property of the organization, right? My dad's reasoning was that as long as you got there at 4 a.m., that stuff was abandoned. So he could swing by all the trucks, pick up the stuff, take whatever looked like he could resell, uh, and he would take all questionably obtained merchandise to the flea market like it was our stuff did this every saturday for years would sometimes walk away with a good three to six hundred bucks a day um on a saturday uh this was the early 90s and that was a lot of money so here's the question hustle or scam money bags or scumbags that's theft that's neither that's just straight up theft here's a list of some of the things from a charity Here's a short list of some of the notable things we found. A fake gold watch, the leg lamp from a Christmas story, an old IBM mechanical typewriter still in the box, five milk crates full of someone's entire collection of Playboys going all the way back to the early 70s. Yeah, that's just that's just stealing. <laughs> from the less fortunate. Yeah. No less. And it's not even... Here's the thing. In some weird way, right? If they were poor and they were taking stuff they needed, then it would almost be just like... You well, just skipped the middle You skipped the line. Yeah. Right? You, so you'd be like, eh. Whatever. You, you'd be out there anyway, but you just skipped the line by, by to take all the stuff. Yeah. But you're selling them for money. Now, I know what you can think. You don't even get... The Here, benefit. Here's where the real here's where the real rub is, right? At what point does a scam turn into a hustle because well I'm shit off. 
I need this more than whoever salvation is getting. Well, I need this more than they do is the thought process of every like crazy. I don't know. I feel like you got to be pretty fucking bad off to steal from a fucking charity or, or just not give a fuck. That's possible too. Have you heard the angry mothers that, Oh, you've told this story. It's, there's so many that are mad at you for trying to sell your video game console to them when their son deserves it because they have a son. That's true. They do. They do you don't son. understand what it's like to be a mother. You're, you're, you know what, ma'am? You're right. I don't and understand. that's reason enough. No, it's not. Um, I dealt with a lot of unreasonable people back in the day working retail over shit like 10 cents off a can of peas. And I got to tell you, maybe other people don't feel this way. When they start to get crazy, you know what it feels like? Great. It feels great. Because they're wrong, and you have nothing for them other than, mm mm-hmm. 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 No, that's the price of the canopies. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. That's time you don't have to work, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when somebody's yelling it's, at you. Uh, that's, yeah, I was, I was wondering for a second. Yeah, okay. I see. I see. I've told this story before, and I'm going to tell it again right now. And it's my happiest moment at work ever. Closing up, do that thing where somebody stands near the door so you can let people out but not let new people in, right? Because it's like 1025, right? The store's already closed. Two guys run down who are clearly well off. They're upper middle class. They live in the building upstairs i have seen them in the apartment complex they have money they have means hey bro we just got to get in there it's uh we gotta get we gotta get some milk store's closed man no no no, we'll just we'll just we'll just be there in a second we'll just it'll be two seconds caches are closed cashiers aren't going to open their caches back up so that you can buy some milk too bad no no man okay listen i'll give you twenty dollars we can get it we just get some milk just close it in their face and then they start to yell and scream and stomp off and damn near stamp their feet in anger. I can't believe. This was before the side door, right? Yeah, it was way before the side door. Yeah, I can't okay. believe that motherfucker wouldn't let us into a closed store. And you know what my favorite part about it? Is that I could tell they were lying, that they wanted to do their whole groceries. One, because I recognize them and I know the groceries they kind of do. Two... You remember where that grocery store is. Mm-hmm. If they wanted milk, they could have gone to the fucking Depaneur on the other side of the street. That's true. That sells milk. Yep. That's open 24 hours a day. Yep. That's true, too. So, like, the whole... Milk is available. The whole situation is predicated on, I know you're full of shit. You could have went to the McDonald's and just bought a bunch of milk. You could have done that. In, a, in an emergency scenario. Quite Fuck them. Right? Well, I mean, at that point, you're just looking at, like, yeah, it's someone who's angry at the situation life has created. Or they have created for themselves. And they're, a, and they're you know, throwing it onto somebody because they've never learned how to deal with their... life is easy. ...their shit, so... What do you want to... What do you want to... Um, I deserve that, Mel. Bonus legitimate hustle. Okay. Thank D- you. Dad used to have a job as the manager of a warehouse for a company that had to deal with tech companies to dispose of their obsolete electronic stock and stuff from foreclosures. Got it. They got the stuff and shipped it overseas and you were used uh, for those small scale agent tech markets. Right. Uh, this was pre-bubble Silicon Valley. So 
Uh, they got tons of IBM stuff and, and everything. One time they got a full palette of uh, Atari 2600s and some games. Dad took 50 of those home, trunk full of games, sold them for 20 bucks with four games. He sold them all in a month. That's a hustle. This is just going to sell for shit somewhere else. I'll just take it and sell it for real here. Bam, done. Unless he stole it from the company. Unless which, he stole uh, it. At which point it's still just theft. I'm just, that email makes me question how clear the line between hustle and scam is to people. The, it's the same action, <laughs> depending on your circumstances yeah. and intent, makes the difference. If they kept the stuff they took, and you know what? The line for whether you need it or not, yeah. hard to say. Because let's be real. Let's take a good example. Video game piracy. Are you well off? Are you a doctor? Do you have lots of money? Don't pirate. You're an asshole. Or are you dirt poor and live in Czechoslovakia or the Czech Republic or Poland or whatever, and the game won't come out in your region anyway? Yeah, fuck it. Pirate it. You know, like, context. I was never, a like, I always thought that, like, there were times growing up where uh, we had it rough. Yeah. We had not a lot. And I knew that. Yeah. But I never, it never quite felt like we were... Uh, I never internalized like us being on dire straits, for example. Yeah. And part of that is probably just because my mom did a really good job of hiding it. Yeah. But there were points in time where yeah, there's yeah. I just I I never I I never had it, it didn't hit there, me. There was a, there was a couple years where dad lost his job and stuff started to get fucking spooky and around I, the house. And like I was and I remember uh, <laughs> discovering years later that there was a point where she was grabbing cans. And I didn't know that was a thing. But, like, it was weird because your image of that, of, of like, the level you'd be at for that versus the image of where you are personally mm-hmm. is very separate, right? You'd be at a point where you'd, be, you'd think, like, oh, yeah, if you're grabbing cans, you're probably, it's pretty rough. Yeah. And it turns out that some of the people doing that are, like, not as bad as you'd think, but still bad, but enough that the cans would make a difference to help if there was enough of them. So I have a I have a really perfect series of anecdotes for this that I'll rush through. Back at the grocery store around Christmas time, mm-hmm. you saw it. When you're dealing with food, mm-hmm. you see it about as bad as you could see it, mm-hmm. right? Sorry, when I say grabbing cans, I mean um, recycling cans. Oh, I thought you meant lifting cans off Hell the Hell no, she's an insane Christian lady. Dude, I don't know. I'm sorry. Because that means something I'm very sorry. different to me. I'm sorry, I'm okay. sorry. I just realized in that moment, <laughs> recycling cans. Recycling cans. Recycling cans for the five cents. Okay, see, that's a very different tone from that story. Yes. Need to clarify the terminology. <laughs> that's important. Not stealing. Okay. Recycling cans. Okay. Yes. Good to, Okay. Um, but what I was, what I was, that is a really important distinction. <laughs> yes. Um, still though, like, you know, collecting and recycling cans, you, you would assume it's like, yeah, that yeah. person probably really when, makes a difference to them. And, when, you know. uh, when we would, it would be around Christmas time and there's two types of thieves at the grocery store. There's the people who want it and the people who need it. Yeah. And everybody who works at a grocery store for a couple months can tell them before they even walk into the store. Right. Everybody who wanted it got thrown out 
by a big person who mm. worked there mm. or 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 the cops or whatever mm-hmm. people who needed it i remember there's a homeless guy who came in and he walked in and he looked like shit and he just walked right over to the bakery and just started eating donuts mm. and like like he was gonna die mm. and guy came guy came over is like dude you can't do that mm-hmm. just 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 go away and the guy left mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i remember and that was that like mm-hmm. no nobody wants to get this guy in trouble this dude is is desperate but like i can't tell him it's okay to eat the donuts because yeah. then i'll get fucking fu- you know yeah uh and then there was another guy i remember he came in and he was a regular and he's like it is christmas and i'm broke help mm-hmm. so we went around we got him a, we got him a bunch of food mm-hmm. for christmas Mm-hmm. And then he left, and then a couple months later, he came back and he started doing regular groceries again. Cool. But then there's the people who just walk in and they grab an apple and they just put it into their mm-hmm. uh, what what True North coat. Yes. And you're like, you need to go to hell. Yeah. You need to go fuck yourself. So, just for some context, <laughs> to swim it the other way, because I feel like in speaking that like it was like the other thing. That uh, that ha- that happened a couple times, uh, actually for a while. Just one second. North Face is a high end uh, winter coat in Canada. In Canada, it's an expensive coat. It's really good. I have one, the- but nobody walking around with one of those jackets needs to steal fruit. goose down. They yeah, got, they got the goose down. There was a. Um, a charity center set up by someone who was at our church mm-hmm. who would uh, basically get some groceries from the local grocery store yeah. and give them away to people in totally. need. They'd come Fuck by it. and that's that's the whole thing. It's Absolutely. Building that was set up for that purpose, right? They would always need volunteers. They'd always need people helping and whatnot. She would go down there, volunteer, help give out some of Absolutely. the stuff, and then be like, Hey, do you mind if I grab a few of these? Is mm-hmm. that okay? And they'd be like, sure. Hey, you want to hear what right? the actual most human scum is? The boss of a grocery store that when somebody like that comes around, goes, nah. And they go, why? And they go, lawsuit. And it's like, that's not real. That's not a real thing, by the way. The threat of lawsuit over spoiled food from a grocery store? Yeah. That's never happened. Yeah. Because the answer is nah. And then you watch as the fucking day old food gets thrown out by the pallet. Yep. Yep. Human garbage. But all that to say that, like, there was a, like, let me go help people thing, and then at the same time, because the situation wasn't great, benefit by asking for a couple of things as well. Absolutely. At the end. And it's like, that's a fine way to do that. But, um, all this to say that if at any given point you know, you're in the you're in the realm of like, yeah, I'm I'm taking that because I'm gonna sell it. Like you're already you're all you're standing on you're, the line. You're, you're standing all, on you it. You know, yeah. Mm, you know, like, hey man, do you want to you want you want to go grab a bite? Fuck you, give me money, give me cash. I would like some cash, please. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. I tried. I remember. Yeah. Uh, I remember a lady. Uh, my friend Amanda, she's a sweet soul, walked by and this lady had the food sign out and she was like, oh, hey, do you want my lunch? And she's like, no, I want money. Yeah. And like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to ruin it for everybody, lady. Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my, my brother got that a couple times too. Like literally it was just like, yo, let's go to McDonald's. Like, 
grab you whatever you want on the menu. And dude was extremely angry. <laughs> and just like, you know, fucking lashed out like insanely to like, how dare you almost. And it's like, cool. All right. Tried. Did I ever tell the story about the old man who approached me in the parking lot because he ran out of money for gas? Did I ever tell that story? Because it's appropriate now because it's a hustle. Is it a hustle or is it a scam? So I ran into an old man. Is this a new segment? Yeah. There we go. Hustle I ran or, into an old... Hustle or scam? You let I us know. I ran into an old it. man who was just very distraught and his wife was clearly in the car over uh, in the uh, in the parking lot. And he was like, sir, I really hate to bother you, but uh, we've run out of gas. we got to drive back to Toronto. Uh, my son, uh, hospital trip in Montreal, blah, blah, blah. And he seemed sincere. And I, I had a sneaking suspicion that it could have been a scam. But I'm like, on the off chance that it is not a scam and that this old man is sincere and they are kind of stranded, I will give this guy the 20 that I have in my wallet so that he can go get gas and drive home. Right? And I left going... I probably just wasted money, but there's the possibility that I did a good deed, right? Yep. I'll live with it. Fast forward a year. The same old man Mm -hmm. is in the same parking lot in my area Mm -hmm. and starts telling me the same thing. Yep. And I look at him and I'm like, you you don't, you don't, I actually got to have the moment of like, you don't don't remember remember me, me, do you? Yeah. He goes, what? I'm like, you just, you told me the exact same thing about nine months ago in this exact parking lot. Yeah. And he goes, what? I'm like, you have a good day, buddy. I just wandered away as he flustered and he went back and sat in his car for a bit. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, it's the proper fuck you on that one because it's like, now you're just exploding goodwill. Yeah. Right. Uh, congrats. Now I will never give any money to anyone who desperately needs it on the street ever again. Old so man. I used to, one of the, one of the places I used to live, uh, on the way up to it, there was a, um, telephone booth back when we still had those. And apparently there's some places that still have them. It's kind of what my old neighborhood saw a couple. It's crazy, but those are pretty much all gone now. Um, but there was a telephone booth on the way to my old place and uh, I remember walking up there and uh, there was a dude that was in there and he like, as you were walking by, he had the phone in his hand and he'd lean out and go, hey, sorry, do you have a quarter? Like he'd say it in almost like a, huh, that's a good, yeah. hey, yeah. that's a good hustle. And I was like, no, nah, sorry, I don't. And you'd walk by and then, yeah, every single fucking six to eight week rotation, he'd be back in there one night. And then you'd be like, and as you walk by, the first time you walk by, by the way, I'm walking and I, it's far long, it's in the middle of the street. So there's enough clearance. Um, it was the up the hill place I used to live. Yeah. You up, there's enough clearance that by the time you make it to the top of the hill, you can look back and see him doing it to the next person behind you. Yeah. And just staying in the booth for an hour. The booth. Yeah. 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 And he'd just lean out of, he'd turn around as you were coming and lean out of that booth and go, Hey, sir, do do you have a quarter? And then you'd be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then you just do it to everybody. And then that, that was his hey, hustle. I have dis- I just remembered a hustle. I'm holding a phone in my hand. Clearly, the context means I need this. Hey, I've got one for you. And it's a hustle that is definitely a hustle. And it doesn't hurt anyone. But these people are the worst people. 
and it's the one that I used to run into all the time, that's the people who pretend that they're homeless. <laughs> There's literally documentaries about um, the dude who would show up um, in his fucking convertible, park it, get changed, walk down, sit on the corner of Atwater. Uh, there, was, there, there, there was a lady that used to be there. And you ran into her mm-hmm. multiple times. The one with the wavy hair mm-hmm. came down to about here. Mm-hmm. And you were like, what's up with that lady? I'm like, oh, she pretends to be homeless. Mm-hmm. She comes and does her groceries like anybody else, then walks out of the store and pretends to be homeless and beg for change. She just rustles up her hair and kind of gets heavy-lidded eyes. Yep. There's a news uh, There's a news thing about like they followed this guy like getting out of his van and getting the crutches out. And doing oh man, and doing the crutch walk onto St. Catherine. Oh man, and then walking back at the end of the day. There's the lady who would walk around with her um, raise money for my country. Yeah, thing, and she had the big plastic, uh, the big la- laminated. Oh, I know her. Card. I ran into her three, four times. Complete fraud. Does not like it when you give her their, her card back. Yeah, yeah. Com- really, she does not like it. Yeah. Laminates. She's, I, I've got a laminated card, so you know it's real. No. Well, anyway, please donate every time. And then, of course, there's the basketball boys. Oh, those boys. Walking up and down from, I'd say, east to west St. Catherine. They cover the whole thing. I think the funniest thing is that if you live anywhere near these areas or work anywhere near these areas, these people's hustles start to fall apart because you recognize them constantly. And they did it for so long that their voices got deep. Yeah. (laughs) They flew past high school age and kept walking around being like, yeah, raising money for basketball team. You know, we're in grade 10. Are you? You're like 25. Are you? Really? Really? You know, and like, yeah, (laughs) they're just, and it's just like, play the numbers, swim through the crowd, do this every day. They probably made enough to keep at it for years. If they're going to keep doing it while their voices are deep, that means it works. But they fucking flew past anything remotely resembling high school and just kept it like it's these are these are the scams. Yeah. Yeah. Good email. Your dad is a for real criminal. If you profit. See, Willie, you're so to hustle. What a wholesome hustle. Nobody nobody got hurt. Everybody won. Everybody wins while I profit. Yeah. The hustles we're describing? Ew, gross. If someone loses while you profit. Like a lot of these, like the homeless have it hard enough without people pretending to be homeless and stealing their tips. Or if everybody loses. Yeah. Yeah, there are hustles in which everyone loses. You know? Like, come on. You're damaging the dignity of the human race with your actions. Please stop. If, um... Yeah, and then, and then, and then there's... and Well, anyway, that's, that's, that's it. It's a, it's, it is a... You can, those feelers are very context-sensitive, and there, there might be follow-up questions required to determine exactly how fine that line can get cut but at the moment as is yeah your dad's probably your dad a bad a person and i mean to be fair you did preface it saying yeah. right off the bat so good email buddy. good very good, good email one. well in fact i'm full i'm good you're good we'll take it there all right hey 
Come on back next Monday for next week's podcast. Uh, whoa, hey, what's wrong with this? What's, what's wrong with what? Nothing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. That's really funny. Uh. All right. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. Next Monday. That's Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. As usual. Yes. Um, there is the final Sam Show event happening in L.A., on the weekend of February 1st, which uh, I'm pretty sure, but I might not go, but I think I'm going to go. But either way, so that means the week from now would be uh, 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 a Wednesday if I do yeah. end up going to that. But otherwise, yeah, Mondays. All right, cool. Check us out at uh, Wooly Versus and at uh, Angry's Pet. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and let, let me throw this in there because I forgot to say earlier um the uh uh god in 60 seconds is back it's happening on sundays on uh woolly versus and for those of you who are concerned about um my opinions on hunter hunter uh while i'm being uh chased and or other obscene absurd things Uh are uh occurring uh uh, you're focusing on the wrong thing probably you should probably just made the gimmick too appealing will it's just you should probably in, in, enjoy the kayfabe no Willie. the shoot will happen no but but if if you're looking past a crime scene to find out how i feel about uh this one moment in this one thing and it's it's clearly an absurdly played up video you're probably pulling out the magnifying glass a little too hard you guys hey, how do you feel about leorio sure yeah okay good enough for me